or Greg Carrasco. Kick it. Whoa, what's the Greg Carrasco show? Get this party on the road. How fast can this right go? Whoa, yeah. Celebrity guest from the East Coast to the West. Who knows who he has next? Greg Carrasco, trending Twitter like a bomb. Tens of thousands on his lawn. He's even followed by your mom. Broadcasting live. Here is your warning. The topics are flowing every Saturday morning. Car talk like Sherlock. The guy knows wheels like a Dow stock. Movie talk on a boardwalk. Shoot facts like a tomahawk. So entertaining. Turn up the station. There's no more waiting. This show is beginning. It's too late to escape. Let's go. Here's your host. Greg Carrasco. Good morning, Slackers. Slacker Nation congregates every Saturday morning. We try to inject a little bit of common sense into this crazy world of ours. This is yours truly, Greg Carrasco, with my friend Ken Stapen here. Bringing to you some, again, some reality. You know, you might not like it sometimes, but we do that. How are you, Ken? I'm doing well. And you know what they say, Greg? Common sense. It's not so common. It's not so common. Yeah, this week has been proof of that. But uh, before we go any further, folks, don't forget that this show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no commission salespeople. This is 2020, at least for the next couple of weeks. And uh, if you're buying a car right now and you're still paying commission when you buy a vehicle, guess what? You are leaving money on the table. You need to make it down and see the crew at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. There is something happening there. How was your week, Ken? It was good. A little bit quiet. Uh, spent a lot of time just with my nose to the grindstone, just working keeping a low profile around the house, just uh, trying to diffuse any tension there. But yeah, it was just a, basically a busy week. We're uh, heading heading into the Christmas season, obviously. So that's meant uh, busy times at my at the brewery. A lot of people are uh, picking up beers for the holidays. So that's kept us uh, busy and on our feet. And yeah, just uh, trying to get the last preparations in place. I don't have a ton of people to buy for this year as I'm not going to be going home. So I'll just be spending it with a friend of mine and my significant other in Toronto. So a little bit of a more low-key holiday celebration than uh, in years past. Is the only way, man. I got to tell you, it's the only way. There is so much social pressure riding on the outcome and the mood of your holidays that sometimes it's got the complete and opposite effect of what you want. Um, folks, this morning, the show is open. It's open to you. Uh, the show is about you. It's for you. Um, again, my areas of studies here is automotive, and I will talk to you and answer any question that has to do with your car. If you're thinking about buying a vehicle, selling a car, if you're looking at doing some shopping and uh, you need a, an objective opinion for someone that is, doesn't have any skin in the game because you can buy whatever you want, uh, you can call us at 416-870-1050, or if you're calling from out of town, it's one 591 6876 Again, the number is 416-870-1050. And just call us. The show is live, and this is the largest automotive radio show in Canada. And uh, we are here to remove any questions that you may have in relation to car dealerships, car sales, and whatnot. I am not a mechanic. That's a full disclosure there. I am not a mechanic. 
I couldn't care less about an engine. I honestly can't. I don't, uh, you know, you want to talk to me and put me to sleep. Talk to me about compression ratios and horsepower and that sort of thing. I can't, I can't handle it, man. Yeah, I you're not a big it. fan of uh, nah. the technical schematics under the no. hood. But uh, we'll let you know what the best value is. And looks like right out of the gate here, we're uh, having some success. Phone line's starting that's, to blow up, so we'll get some people on the air awesome. shortly here. I, I got to share something with you that happened this week, uh, Ken. Um, on, you know, my, my sister left for Chile this past um, Sunday. And, um, you know, I, I really dislike December. I always have. And, you know, some people might say that I just convinced myself that I don't like this time of the year. Therefore, you know, I'm not going to like it, period. So I don't give it a chance. But saying that, um, my sister left for Chile. I took her to the airport on Sunday. And I wasn't feeling particularly energetic on Monday. So um, I went home and... Uh, I don't know. I, I felt that I started to lose my voice. I felt pretty lethargic. And uh, on Tuesday, I thought, all right, I normally don't take my day off. So I'm going to take the day off. And as the day progressed, I continued to feel worse. So, you know, in the spirit of uh, the spirit of caution, I decided to call uh, the Oakville Hospital here in um, Third Line and Trafalgar, I mean, uh, in Dundas. And uh, they had a cancellation, so they took me in to do a COVID test because, you know, the last thing that I want is to be the numbnuts that, you know, shows up at work and gets everybody infected. You, yeah, know, you, have, I, to, you have to be careful in this situation. And I think this is very relatable probably to a lot of the listeners through this whole process. I think everybody's had a point where they felt a little bit under the weather and are just trying to be better safe than sorry. And if that means going to get a test to make sure that you're negative, if it means staying home and not going to work so that you're not putting other people in danger, it can be a very strenuous time. And I'm certain that everybody's gone through it at some point since March. So, you know, and, and I felt that. And, uh, you know, f I, I know myself and I know it's just a silly cold and I often lose my voice in December. It happens. Anyone that knows me understands this. You know, it's just mostly stress-related. And uh, I, I got the cancellation. And um, uh, from, from the hospital, so I went to see them at um, 6 p.m. Um, the people were very, very nice. There was a very small lineup. Uh, the hospital was empty. There was, just, there was no one there. Um, now, I don't know if uh, if you folks have, have gone and gotten a test done for whatever reason that is. I, I knew, I mean, it's impossible to know 100%, but I know myself and I knew that I wasn't sick. But I wanted to make sure that I had the certificate that said, yeah, this is not covid so i can go back to work essentially and uh so when i got there uh the nurses and the frontline workers were fully protected i mean these people are in tactical gear almost uh there was about four or five people <laughs> ahead of me uh i gave them my my symptoms i you know i was feeling pretty lethargic and deprived of any energy i had a dry cough which is normally what happens to me when i start to lose my voice and uh um and that was that so they, they sit me down on, on this, they bring me to this little area. Um, the lady asked me to lower my mask and said, you know, this is not going to last very long. And, you know, as you know, I, I'm pretty much covered in tattoos. So my, my pain tolerance is, is pretty good. And uh, uh, the lady said, this won't last very long. So I've heard that before. So at, at this point, um, I get this little swab just, <laughs> into my nostril dude is <laughs> is is one of the most uncomfortable things that i've done in a long time it's like somebody just scratching your brain the inside of your sinuses inside that, of my sinuses isn't that what that, they call it the brain tickler 
<laughs> I don't I don't know about that, but uh, this thing is it was an instant sneezing attack if i wasn't contaminated anybody before i can tell you that if i had it i would have infected the entire room so you know whenever i sneeze in the the, the windows in my house are not you know sealed shut they will blow out i mean my sneezes are pretty violent but anyways i continued to sneeze for another hour so i went home right away but um, what happened afterwards was the interesting part and I, I have to share that with you but we have we have a caller no yeah, we have a couple of callers. Let's go to Katie from Stony Creek first. Katie, you're on the Greg Carrasco Show. Hey, Katie, what's happening? Hey, how are you? Uh, you know, I'm, other than my voice, uh, you know, wavering on me, I feel perfectly fine. How can we make your life better today? Well, I have a question. I'd love your opinion on something. I um, have a 2009 Acura RDX. I bought it outright after I finished a lease. It's been really good to me for a long time. I haven't had a lot of problems with it. But, of course, now it's 11 years old and starting to have, you know, some problems here and there. I just spent about $3,000 on it and getting new tires and um, spring arms and all kinds of like, yeah. sort of front-end work done. Yeah. And so, you know, now I've had this ongoing issue with my, I don't know if it's the battery, but something's been draining the battery. I had something fixed. Still having a problem where if I don't start my car for a day, it's you know I have to boost it again. And so before I take it in for more work, I'm trying to decide: is it worth putting more money into, or should I get into something else? I'm trying to you know I love not having a car payment, but by the same token, I don't want to keep spending money on this you know 11 year old car. How many kilometers do you have on this car? Two hundred and forty thousand. Okay, so I want you to look at it this way. Um, in the last 12 months, how much money do you think that you have spent on that vehicle? Would you just spent $3,000? What else have you spent on it? I mean, including like oil changes and like yeah. regular maintenance. I mean, I usually get my oil changes done at the dealership, so I pay more. Um, and I've had some of like the major recommended services done. So probably like $4,500, I guess. So look at it this way. If you take your $4,500 and you divide it into the last 12 months, you know, you think that you don't have payments, but your actual your actual payment is $375 a month that you're paying to maintain that vehicle to keep it alive. So, I mean, the idea that there isn't something that is drawing money out of your bank account automatically every month is, uh, is great if the vehicle is not causing you any additional headaches. Uh, but when, you see, I, I have a standard guideline that I use when people ask me this question because, you know, I, I do believe that people should keep their vehicles until they die. Uh, in you know, develop a relationship with your dealership, do the service because maintaining is a lot less expensive than repairing. And uh, the longer you keep the vehicle, the lower you keep, you, you reduce your monthly transportation costs on that car. So for example, if you spent $40,000 when you pay that vehicle off, if you keep it for eight years and you divide that into 40000 it's going to give you X number of dollars. Now, if you take the same 40000 and you keep it for 10 years, it's going to be a lower amount. So the principle of what I teach people is based on what you're doing right now. However, it gets a point into every car's life in which it's time. You know, like <laughs> Bruce Buffer said at the beginning of the show, it is time. And how do you determine that? Uh, by two, two different ways. Number one is that if the last repair that you have on the vehicle is more than 30% of the wholesale value of that car, and in your case, it's like way past that because even as good of a vehicle as the RDX is, 
when you have a quarter of a million kilometers, uh, it's not worth a lot. So you put $3,000 into a vehicle that is probably worth $4,500 if you trade it in, if you get that. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. So, so at this point, you are way past that threshold. But more importantly, the time when you know is when you cannot count on the fact that that vehicle is going to get the job done that you have hired that vehicle to do. And yeah. that is for you to get in, turn it on, starts, takes you to where you want to go and bring you back. The moment that you cannot trust that the vehicle is going to perform its basic duty, I can tell you, Katie, it is time. So I think that you have pushed the life of that vehicle as far as you can. I think that the time for you to get rid of that vehicle is right now, especially now that you put all that money into it. So at least when you trade it in, you are going to be able to get most of that money out because the vehicle really doesn't have any transactional value. And I've said this on the show many, many times before, that the value of a vehicle is often, most often determined by how many people get up in the morning, waking up, opening their eyes, putting their hand, their hand up in the air and saying, today is the day that I'm going to buy an 11-year-old Acura RDX <laughs> with a quarter of a million kilometers. You see, if nobody gets up saying that, then the vehicle doesn't have any intrinsic value. You see what I'm saying? Right. Now, saying that, because the vehicle runs, it will have a value to someone. So on that basis, I think that the time has come, Katie. Uh, I think it's time for you to you know, put that proverbial bullet into the RDX and just move on because otherwise uh, you're going to have a lifeline to that vehicle that is connected to your wallet. That's the only thing that's keeping that car alive. Yeah, I agree. And what would you suggest then I get into next? I'm trying to think of something. I loved my RDX and... I would gladly do another one, but you know, vehicles are just getting so crazy expensive. So I know, I, know. I know. So I, I'll give you a couple of suggestions. Okay, um, you don't. Why do you like the RDX? Um, I, I mean, honestly, it's always performed well for me. I liked the look of it from the beginning. I, you know, I liked the size of it when I bought it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and you know, I just I liked the way it looked and performed right from the start. Okay, so I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions. Um, you know, you, you have to look at the Audi Q5. It's a phenomenal vehicle. You need to look at the Lexus NX, which is a great vehicle. I think it's too expensive for what you get, but it is what it is. Uh, the BMW X3. And uh, in, in my humble professional opinion, I do think that the Infiniti QX50 is the midsize luxury SUV best kept secret. Not a lot of people know about this, and I can tell you that it outperforms every single vehicle that I just mentioned to you, and it's less money. So it's something that you need to take into consideration. So if that's the segment that you want to stay within, I would look at those four cars and uh, you know just bring it in. If you, if you live close to my store, come to Oakville Infinity, and I can give you a number of what to expect on your trade. And also, you can see how much the, Q5, the QX50 is going to cost you now. If you don't want to spend as much money on a vehicle anymore, there are some awesome alternatives. And I will write them off to you. You have the Honda CRV, you have the RAV4, you have the Ford Escape, and you have also the all new 2021 Nissan Rogue. If you haven't seen this vehicle yet, Katie, you owe it to yourself to make it down and drive it. Because whatever your notions, whatever your ideas were of luxury, they have changed. Everybody is stepping up their game. Like luxury car manufacturers are dipping down into the mainstream market and mainstream market manufacturers are really dipping into the luxury side of things. So they are meeting somewhere up there in the mid 30s. 
So, you know, you can look at both sides of those vehicles. And what I can tell you is this, that if you go down into the mainstream, you're going to save yourself ten, fifteen thousand dollars and you're going to get just as much as driver satisfaction that, as you have with the RDX. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm open. I'm open to other options. I think I just I, I was also kind of thinking about maybe like a demo or year old model where obviously you're saving kind of the freight and that initial, you know, you drive know, off you, a lot, lose you, money. You aren't, you see, and that's something that a lot of people don't understand, Katie. You don't ever really save the freight. So let me explain this. So, you know, so I can maybe address questions that other people may have when they're looking at vehicles. You see, the freight must be paid no matter what. It's, it's there. So just because you're buying a demo, the salesperson may tell you that you're not getting charged the demo because the vehicle has got kilometers, so now it ceases to be a new car. But the freight and PDI is always part of the cost. The dealership cannot just make it disappear. You know what I'm saying? Right. So but you spend now, less regardless than if you well, bought brand yes, new. Yes and no. Uh, I'll, I'll explain why not. The, the cost of the vehicle does not decrease simply because it's a demo. So what happens is this, whenever you have a demo, dealerships are prepared to make less money. Now, and often that brings you close to cost, but the cost of a demo and the cost of a brand new car are identical. The profit margin the dealership chooses to make on a demo is less. And that's the only difference between the two. Now, I would caution you though, because if you go for a one-year-old vehicle or a two-year-old vehicle, whatever you're saving on the price of the car, you may be paying it right back to the bank at interest rate. And unless you're planning to pay cash, and then I, would let you do it, I wouldn't let you do it in the first place because buying a car cash is quite possibly the absolute worst thing that you can do with your money. So I think that is something important that you must take into consideration. If you no, want to look at a debt, sorry, helpful, go ahead. That's helpful for sure. No, I think that's helpful. So, you know, look at a couple of things. If you are going to go use, try to go two or three years old because then there is enough depreciation that you may be offsetting the amount of money that you are going to be paying to the bank on interest. And if you are going to go demo, you know, look at current model years because the, the interest rates right now, Katie, are so low that um, essentially the banks are just throwing money at people for free. Say, here, take my car, drive it for eight years and pay no interest. So that's how aggressive car manufacturers have become over the last few years. Now, you know me, I, I have no life. I've said this all the time and uh, I live at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. So if you want um, any other help with this, if you want any other direction, come and see me and I can tell you uh, what to expect by going anywhere else. But I would love for you to drive the, the two vehicles that I have. Yeah, I would love to try them. I'll definitely come and see you. I have one last question, not to take up all your time, but yeah, no what's, um, historically, what's the best time of year to buy a car? Is that a real thing? You know, is uh, it, is Yes, it... historically, the best time of the year to buy a car is when you don't need it. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, because you know, dealerships over the years have created this illusion that if you come at the last minute of the last hour of the last day of the month, that you're going to get a better price, as if the cost of the vehicle changes during the month. It's, it's, it's a fallacy. It's not true. It's the same thing that when they tell you, you know, come and see me, let's make a deal, that sort of nonsense. N no, you won't. The reality is that they entice you and they give you the illusion that you have the opportunity to come down and beat a salesperson up or beat a sales manager up and get the best deal out of the store. No, 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 no. 
These are trained professionals that have only one job, which is to take as many dollars as they can from your pocket into <laughs> theirs. And they do this for a living. You don't. So if at any point you felt that you got a good deal, it's because that's the way they made you feel. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, no, the best time to buy a vehicle is when you don't need it. And what I mean by that is simple. When you are under the pressure of time in which you don't have wheels now, often when you rush things is when you make mistakes. We all know this. So if you know that the life expectancy of your vehicle is decreased because of mechanical issues, because of the kilometers that you have in the car, now you have all the signs to take all your objectivity, to take all your planning and do your research and make the decision when you feel like it. Not when the car tells you that you must get a car today. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, there you go. I'll come visit you. Absolutely. Thanks so much for your opinion. I appreciate it. Thank you, Katie, and uh, keep on listening. You know? Thanks. We will, for sure. Have a great Thank day. You. you too. Man, Ken, that was a lot of wisdom there in one phone call, man. <laughs> well, there's a lot of questions, but I'm glad that uh, we were able to get Katie on the right track. Let's go on to our next guest here, Steve from Richmond Hill. Steve, you're on the Greg Carrasco Show. Hey, hey Greg, Stevie, how what's are happening? You? Good, man. How can we make your life better? <laughs> I've got a car coming off lease in a month, and I've made the decision to buy it out because it's got low kilometers, and it's been a good car for four years, and the replacement cost is just too high. And I wanted to know your opinion on aftermarket extended warranties. Um, well, it depends. depends on the kind of car that you are looking at getting, and also it depends on where you're getting this extended warranty from. Yeah, um, the, the recommendation of which one you would recommend. I'm driving um, an A4 Technique. My my first option to you is to get the factory warranty, man. You you really can't go wrong when you buy an Audi and you have an Audi warranty. They have vested interest in this. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, you get what you pay for. You know, right. the more expensive the warranty, the better the coverage. I mean, that's it's pretty simple stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and you have to remember that many third parties that give you C and D and E type of extended warranties is, is more like a money grab. Uh, they're looking for ways not to pay you. They're looking for ways for you to default so you're not covered by those extended warranties. So there is a couple of uh, extended warranty companies that one of them is first canadian which is self-administered by the dealership so the dealership has the discretion to let you know whether this stuff is covered or not so that's not a bad thing and uh, man i can't remember the name of the other one that i use uh, quite often they provide the warranty uh, coverage for vw for hyundai for mercedes i can't remember what the name of it is um i i will think of it probably when it's too late but uh, anyone that has a vehicle with a payment and you're planning to keep the vehicle for any longer than the factory warranty uh, standard specifications, you owe it to yourself to get yourself an extended warranty. Man, it's, it's a really bad idea to take a gamble on something that has close to 30,000 parts. You know, the chances are that something is going to go wrong with this thing. Yeah, I know. Now, That's why I'm looking. Have, have you had much experience with Car Shield? Uh, no, no, I, I would probably stay away. Now, are you buying this from an Audi store? I'm buying, it's my own car, I'm going to buy it out. Uh, you buying it at the end of the lease? Yeah. That's a bad idea, man. Well, I'm trying to get away from a car payment. Well, you are going to have a car payment. How's You're that? You're going to pay cash for this, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's do this together. What year is your car? 2017. 2017. How much is the vehicle? To buy out? 
Uh, yes. 26,000. 26,000 plus tax? Yeah. So 26,000 times 1.13, you're looking at uh, 29,300 and you have to do the safety. That's probably going to cost you about 700 bucks. So you're looking at, at $30,000 that you're going to pay for this three-year-old car, okay? Yeah. So let's say that you keep it for another four years because by then the car is going to be seven-year-old, seven or eight years old. And at that point, the vehicle is probably going to be worth $2,000. So if we divide this by 48 months, your monthly payments are $625 a month, except that you're making all the payments up front. My friend, this is a bad idea. So you see, the three worst ways of buying a vehicle are this. Number one, you never, ever, ever buy a vehicle at the end of the lease because by default you have chosen the most the third most expensive way of buying a vehicle you're buying your own used car and if you either finance it as a used vehicle you're going to have to pay 5.9 6.9 percent interest rate and the cost of borrowing is huge or you have to pay cash and then you use liquid to buy a depreciating asset terrible idea second you never ever ever put your car on a line of credit we call that the never ever plan most people they are <laughs> the vehicle is worthless and they still owe the full amount that they borrow from the bank and the worst way to buy a vehicle is when you pay cash so if i were in your shoes man this is what i would suggest i would just give that car back because it's not worth what you owe and get yourself a brand new one if you had any intention of keeping that vehicle for a long time use the money down that you were going to use to pay for this car Use it as a down payment, reduce your monthly payment, get yourself an extended warranty right off the bat, and buy it right from the beginning. Don't do what you're about to do. You know, you don't even know, and I just saved you like seven or $8,000. All right, uh, that's good advice. That's good advice. My concern was uh, is the uh, return cost on it because um, I, I know they're going to want, uh, I didn't do a vehicle inspection, but I know they're going to want new uh, tires on it, probably brakes. Um, and whatever else they deem that isn't... Uh, yeah, but I mean, for the sake of you not paying, did you get yourself a lease and protection? I did not, no. Okay, so that's another... You did everything wrong, man. You, that's, this is the problem when people don't listen to my show. You see, if you listen to this often enough and you follow the rules that I tell you, that I tell you here, you will never be exposed to this sort of nonsense. You see, if you don't have a lease and protection, right now you're on the hook for three or 4000 bucks is what Audi is going to charge you just to drop the car off. Yeah, that's my problem. So why don't we do this? Come and see me, bring all your paperwork, and let's do a proper appraisal. So if the vehicle is worth what you owe, I would be willing to buy it from you. You see what I'm saying? So you can start fresh and you don't have to pay penalties at the end. So there are other ways, folks. You know, I can, I can talk about this forever. And the reason why I say this is because if, if leasing was beneficial for the consumer, car manufacturers wouldn't have it in place. Right. Leasing is the most expensive way that anybody can get a vehicle, and there is, there is a confusion out there in the marketplace because car manufacturers have done a really good job telling you, look, you can buy half the car, and then you have three years to test drive it, and if you, uh, if you don't want it, you can just give it back. No, that's not the way it works. You know, at the end, when you bring the vehicle back and you don't have a lease and protection, they have the hooks sunk so deep into your pocket that you won't know what to do with. And look, right now you're willing to spend $30,000 for the sake of saving 4000 which is what Audi is going to charge you at the end of the lease. Am I wrong? No, you're correct. You're correct.
So why don't we do this? You know, take this number down. This is probably the most important phone number that you're ever going to write down. 905-467-0727. That's my direct, that's my home phone number. I know I'm crazy. You're too fast. I got to get a pen. Well, you can always download the podcast and listen to the phone number a million times if you want. This is all uploaded immediately after the show on iTunes, so you can listen to the show from there. 905-467-0727. That's my personal home phone number. And you know what? Don't start- all right, Greg. That's great. Call me after the show, and uh, we can discuss how I can help you. Okay, that sounds great. Thank you. It's amazing. You know, have you planned this phone call scan? Because <laughs> these, these are layups, man. No, I know. It seems like uh, <laughs> it seems like these certain topics always come up, like week to week. It's extended warranty. It's I've got an older car. When is the time to pronounce it dead? And these are concerns that people have, and they just simply don't know what to do. So if you have a question about that, give us a call, 416-870-1050, 416-870-1050. Before we hit the break here, I want to go to Lou from Oakville, slacker number three. Lou, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> Good morning, fellas. Great morning. to be Good with morning. you. What's, what's happening? Um, wanted to say uh, the best of the holiday season. Mer- Merry Christmas to you, Greg. Merry and Christmas Money to you, Mike, too, Luke. All your listeners, please uh, make it a season where you can spend time with your family and enjoy yourselves to the best of your abilities. Does that include a single malt bourbon for you? Uh, you know what, Greg, I haven't had a drink in close to five years. I gave it up when I realized I didn't really care for the taste or uh-huh. the smell, but I, I was only in it for the buzz, so I hung it up. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing is that I uh, traditionally I don't have alcohol in my house. I, I don't really drink. I don't, I don't do it. And uh, yeah. over the last little bit, you know, some of my friends, and uh, they have – gotten me into this uh, single malt scotch that I will have a little tiny sip, you know, two or three times a week. And uh, it, it's certainly an acquired taste. But if, you, um, if you're if you sipping on that and you're smoking back a Cuban, uh, oh, a yeah. whole, that's another a whole habit I gave experience. up. <laughs> <laughs> with smoking cigars? Anything to do with tobacco. It took me so long to get off that ride, Greg. I said, I don't even want to go near uh, not cigars. I was smoking cigarettes, but you know, I you know, cigars are like the gateway to cigarettes for me. So you know, it's like, no, I got to stay away from that. For stuff. me, it's been the opposite, Lou. I um, I started to smoke when I was about twenty two, twenty three, when I started in the car industry, and uh, I smoked for about twenty years. And um, wow, yeah, back in the year two thousand and fifteen, my uh, my eldest son Josh uh, called me out on it, and I remember being so embarrassed by it so i gave him the cigarettes i gave him the lighter and that was the last time i touched him it was um it was august 21st if i'm not mistaken of the year 2015 the last time i had a cigarette well you know what uh you should thank him and put something extra under the tree for him because he did you a big <laughs> favor right you can i if i asked you would you go back to cigarettes what's your absolutely answer? not no 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 yeah. you see yeah. uh, you know here is the thing though that um i I loved smoking. It was terrible for you. They, you smell. It was awful. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, know. I, I, I miss it every day, Lou. Don't get me wrong. I mean, once you, once you, you know, like cigarettes, you like cigarettes. The thing is that for me, it became a conscious decision. You know, once when you quit for this, when you're not ready, you will always go back. 
Yeah. But when it becomes a decision, it, you accept it as your new reality. It's like, no, I just won't do it. And I've never, I've never touched a cigarette since. But you, can, you would admit you've been tempted somewhere down the road. Every day. Every day I think yeah, about every it. Day. Especially, well, yeah, especially when you have like a crappy day and you come home and you just and it looks cool and you know it, it was just a moment of solitude. It was a moment of peace and where you can just be with yourself, you know. And I think that it became more of a habit than anything else. Well, that's why they make it addicting, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so no, you man. You know, put it down. You know, it takes a lot of terrible. work to break it. It's terrible, so and I, also people people that smoke, they just stink, you know, especially in the wintertime. They go outside for a cigarette, and they come back in. It's like, oh, dude. Smoking with the windows yeah. up? Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> They're just hacking darts in their garage. that have been smoked in? Absolutely. You, you know, we need to spend thousands sometimes to, uh, to remove the tobacco smell from in, in vehicles. I don't even get in because, I mean, they stink. And the problem is this, that you, you don't smell yourself. And you walk around all day with this cloud of stench. It's like nasty. So I, I am so grateful that I, I gave that up about five years ago. I, I'm so grateful. I'm sorry to all the people that I assaulted with my tobacco smell. <laughs> in the well, I, you know, it's kind of so like the mask thing, right? It's like, you know, we stopped smoking because it became socially unacceptable. Yeah. And now... You know, society is saying, look, you want to get through the day with less aggravation? Put on a mask if you're going to go to the store or out and about and what have you, and you're going to be interacting, right? Well, there's I mean, a social price to pay now. where you used to smoke. No, they, uh, they, they pushed everybody, you know, really, really far away from all the entrances in any area that made a, any right. any contact with the regular population. But you know what? Honestly, I don't blame them. I, um, you know, it's hard I enough it. to... It's hard enough to not smoke already, you know, just to have these people puffing away. You know what my biggest pet peeve is, Lou, is when these irresponsible nincompoops, they smoke and they just litter. There are cigarette butts everywhere. That drives me crazy. Are you noticing the masks everywhere on the street? People oh, just yeah. oh, drop them. It's the new it's litter. Brutal. I know. Poor turtles. <laughs> Poor turtles. Anyway, Lou, I love you calling this show. We need to take a small break, brother. I hope you have an amazing Christmas with your family and all your loved ones, and I hope you get everything that you are supposed to get over the Christmas season. I already have it. So, Greg, to you and Ken and your listeners, make it the best Christmas ever. That is amazing. Thanks, Lou. <laughs> And Happy folks, capitalism. same to you. And until the end of the year, folks, if you trade in anything that you have, whether it's a Honda, Toyota, Mazda, Hyundai, a Kia, VW, you name it, on any 2020 Sentra or Kicks or 2021, the new Versa, you will get an additional $500 Conquest dollars on your trade. So your trade is worth more at Oakville Nissan. Let's take a small break and we'll be right back. Hey, I, I stopped smoking cigarettes. Oh, good. Isn't that something? <laughs> I'm on to cigars now. Yeah, I'm on to a five-year plan. I eliminated the cigarettes, then I go to cigars, then I go to pipes, then I go to chewing tobacco, then I'm on to that nicotine gum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Greg Carrasco Show is brought to you by <laughs> Oakville Infinity. Right now, through the end of December, you can lease an Infinity QX50 for just 
$4.99 a month plus tax at 0% lease rate. And um, you can find more out at uh, Oakville Infinity. That is only with $39.50 down. Um, Katie from Stony Creek maybe should come down and have a look at that one. I know it's less money than the RDX. I think it's about $50 a month less you know, for the uh, for the QX50 that it is for the RDX. Uh, and folks, remember that the show is live. We are Canada's largest automotive radio show. And uh, if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, concerns, issues, grievances, beefs, the number to call is 416-870-1050. And if you're calling from out of town, it's 1-855-591-6876. And the number again, 416-870-1050. Call us before you make a mistake. After you sign the dotted line, folks, don't call me. I'm not going to teach you ways to get out of a contract in the province of Ontario. Anyone that does that is breaking some pretty big ethical codes, and you don't want to do business with people like that. Come on, man. You know, Ken, the number of phone calls that I get every single week with people saying, Rang, I, you know, I, I, I went to my local dealer, and uh, I think I made a mistake. Slap. That's what they should get. It's too late. There is a reason why this show has been on for as long as we have. We've been on for 13 years, folks. 13 years. And it's because we give you the straight goods when it comes to the automotive industry. I will tell you the raw opinion of someone that has been running car dealerships for the better part of the last 17 years and in the industry for the last 27 so I have no skin in the game. If you want to go and buy yourself a GM or a Chrysler uh, <laughs> or anything that I don't sell, that's on you. I'm just going to teach you the techniques that you need to apply in order for you not to waste money. So, you know, if you, when I tell you that you need to get your, oh, by the way, I remember the name of the extended warranty, uh, Ken. You know, my, you know, my memory is just like funny. It's the second thing that goes as you get older, Ken. Uh, the name of the extended warranty that I recommend is LGM. Uh, LGM is an aftermarket um, extended warranty, but they are also the underwriters and uh, warranty providers for some pretty big companies. I do believe that they provide the warranty for Hyundai, for Kia, for VW. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's also Mercedes-Benz Canada. So it's one of the most trusted extended warranties uh, uh, companies out there so if, if you're going to go after market with your extended warranty try to keep it either lgm or first canadian at least with first canadian there is some recourse because you can you can stick at the dealership to uh, put them on the fire for that one because it's, it's often self-administered so the dealership does have the ability to um um you know to decide whether something is covered or not okay. uh, but were you going to say something again? No, sorry. That was just Ben in the background. But yeah, I was going to yeah, ask, when it comes to the extended warranties, I was always yeah. under the impression that was the dealers themselves that offered it, but it's actually a company that you subcontracted from? No, we um, extended warranties are insurance companies. That's all it is. They, uh, they bet on the fact that uh, you're going to have protection and um, they bet on the fact that you're not going to use it. And for those people that are wise enough to understand that you need to be overprotective when it comes to a machine because the chances are that something is going to go wrong with them. Um, every insurance, every warranty is always a waste of money until you need it. And then you thank yourself that uh, you listen to some voice on the radio that told <laughs> well, you. <laughs> well, it's the same thing with the lease and protection, right? When oh, people man. sign on to the lease at the beginning, it's all sunshines and rainbows, and they're happy to be in their new car, and they're going to be driving it for the next two years, and they don't have the foresight to realize 
at some point down the road, this could end badly for you. If you need to redo the brakes or the calipers or you need to get new tires or you have a scratch on the door or a ding in the headlight or whatever it is, all of a sudden you're getting dropped, as you said before, a $4,000 or $5,000 bill just for dropping it back off at the dealership. That's not even considering if you go over the mileage, which oftentimes on leases, that's so easy to do because people underestimate how much they are actually going to drive their car. You know, I I don't want you to let me forget about an issue that I'm dealing with right now with a customer in my store. Uh, but what I want to do is that I want to take a small break because we have somebody important on the on the line. Uh, and uh, you know, folks, don't forget that Oakville Nissan is who brings this show to you every single Saturday. We are the home of the no commission salespeople. If you're still paying commission today. You are leaving money on the table. You're paying more than you should. You need to come down and see me at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity, and uh, we will look after you. We will be right back after the break. Canada's largest automotive radio show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan. And until the end of the year, trade in anything you have, whether it's a Honda, Toyota, Mazda, Hyundai, Kia, VW, you name it on any 2020 Sentra or Kicks or the brand new 2021 Versa and you will get an additional $500 on your trade. Your trade is worth more at Oakville Nissan. Don't pass it. Folks, those vehicles are already in the bottom end of the payments. I mean, you can get right now, uh, I think that any one of those vehicles for under $50 a week plus tax with nothing down. I mean, you're talking about inexpensive transportation that's the way to go and uh, there's only one place at oakville nissan we have another slacker that we haven't heard from in a while how is todd doing doing good how are you doing you know i um i had a bit of a you know covid scare this week but uh you know other than that trying to keep my sanity during this month is one of my biggest concerns man you know <laughs> i you know, uh, i go ahead no, it's funny you say that because I, I, I was going to get Ken to hold us accountable to three things that I thought we should talk about. One was mental health. The other was showrooms during lockdown and my insurance gripe. But you, you hit the nail on the head. The more people that I've talked to in senior levels of organizations in the last couple of weeks, they're really, really feeling uh, the length of this and, and the mental pressure of trying to keep their people motivated and trying to keep people positive. So I, I feel your pain. It's it's tough. It's you know, and this is something that it's I have normal. addressed on. Is yeah, it's something that I have addressed on the show uh, many times. And uh, you know, if you can indulge me for just a couple of minutes, Todd. You know, this week because I I, I got the COVID test done on Tuesday night, I was um, I was ordered by the hospital to stay home and not go anywhere. And you know, even though I know my body and I know that this is just a cold, um, I I couldn't you know for sure know that that's what it was so i didn't want to be the one that was going outside infecting people but uh, so now here i am alone in the house with my thoughts in this endless time and uh you know the first day i i, I took some nyquil just to you know make myself feel a little bit more relaxed and uh, i slept um but then then thursday um, I, I was walking like a lion in a cage, uh, you know, thinking of things to do. I, I kid you not, Todd, in my garage right now, there was over 20 bags of things that I'm throwing out. <laughs> I, I did a deep I cleansing. <laughs> yeah, a deep cleansing of my house. Then yeah. on 
I, you know, I was talking about, uh, you know, trying to find ways to, you know, come down and just, you know, find some sort of normality because my day are so busy, right? I had to cancel jujitsu. I couldn't go to the office. You know, I'm not talking to many people right now. So here I am. I pull out all my art supply. I put it on top of my table. I put some Chopin on, on my music system in the, in the living room and I started to paint. I painted. And, but then there is only so much that you can paint. You know, at some point, reality catches up to you. And I don't know how people do it, Todd, because I... Well, I, I don't know I, how they do I, it, it either. And don't you feel for the seniors that are oh, that are dude. people that are alone? I mean, like, with you, that's a week. I mean, there's some people in this lockdown that have been alone for, for months. And so dude, I get that it, was two I've, days. I've been working from home since March. I, I don't know how you do it. I, 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 I couldn't do days. it. That was only two days, and you know the one oh, thing geez. that happened. I <laughs> the Come one on thing up that happened. My place. <laughs> uh, hey, listen for the for the right price. But I'm not yeah. wearing any French-made outfit, Todd. I know. Thank God. It, please Thank don't. God, that's one hairy body. <laughs> I don't need to see that. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> oh, uh, Greg. No comment. No comment. Yeah. What was the second yeah. thing that you were going to talk about? Uh, showrooms in India. Yeah, we've had a lot, I've had a lot of questions, uh, not just from dealers, but also consumers in the last couple of weeks when they hear that um, the levels of, that are being either shut down or being turned into red zones. So I thought it was important to reiterate that when um, an area of the province goes into lockdown, the automotive new car industry is, is, has been fortunately deemed as a safe work environment and the service has been deemed essential, uh, sorry, a safe shopping environment. And it's also a safe working environment. So um, by appointment only, sales are able to conduct uh, during, a lock, during the lockdown phase. So I thought that that was important to make sure that uh, um, we were getting that message out there. And, and also, I mean, it gives the dealerships an opportunity to reanalyze and redefine their business models uh, in, 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 in adapt. I mean, you, at some point, you, you know, you need to come to the terms with adapt or die and Correct. the digital retailing world right now is so advanced, Todd. I mean, when, when we went into the full lockdown back in May, Oakville Nissan ended up being the number one Nissan store in the province of Ontario, simply because you know, my game is tight when it comes to digital retailing. Right now, you can buy a car online, you know, plus buy, and the vehicle will magically appear on your driveway. So you never even have to visit the store. But, you you know, there were many, many places that they refused to embrace, embrace a new way of doing business. Do you find that that is a common thing or more and more dealerships are stepping into the future now? No, more have definitely stepped into the future because I think that all of, you know, we're all realizing that this this runway that we all thought might have been 60 to 90 days is a whole lot longer than that. And to your point, you've got to survive, right? So um, I don't think if if we were completely locked down again as a province, and I don't have any sort of inside ball on it, as you know, they're meeting this weekend to determine kind of where we're going to go that, um, you know, What's your guess? That, that can, they should be prepared, right? What's your guess? I, I say that they're going to lock us down until the until next year. That's what they, that's what I think. If I had to guess, and I don't have any intellectual knowledge of this whatsoever, I would say that our numbers dictate that they don't have much of a choice because they're now looking at how many ICU beds they have versus cases in the hospitals. And, I mean, it's, it's a simple math game at this particular time. But I could be wrong. I'm with yeah. you. I, uh, yeah. At the end of it all, we still need to survive. So we what need, I can we tell, need to survive. Right. What I can tell you, folks, is this: that you know, if you if you feel that whenever you walk into a store by appointment or not, because there are some areas that were still open. I mean, in, in Oakville, we're yep. still open. So yep, we're if open you walk into, well. 
if you if you happen to walk into a dealership and you don't feel safe, just walk out. Just yeah. walk out. And that is going to force the retailer to provide the environment, the safe environment that you need to be able to conduct business in a safe, harmonious way with, with your chosen store. And if you don't feel that way, just leave. You are an adult. You can make those decisions, right? Yeah. I think, you know, we've been, everyone's been having to, to shop no matter what it is that they're buying for the last seven, eight months like this, uh, you know, we know like the, the, the stickers on the floor don't mean a whole lot anymore because people automatically stand four or five feet away, at least for in the environments I've been in. So there is no excuse for, uh, for them not to have an environment to go to that isn't, that isn't safe. But um, yeah, so I, I think you're right. I think that most of the dealers have, have uh, certainly adapted to the online piece and uh, it's not something that's temporary. This is, this is how people are going to do business for a very long time. And if they shut us down, I folks, you you be, believe this? If they shut us down, you know, just like they said that they were going to end the lockdown on the twenty first, it ain't happening. That's not happening. <laughs> it, it ain't happening. So uh, another lockdown for another two or three weeks. You know, you watch. We're going to be deep into twenty twenty one until we resume any sort of level of normalcy. And on that basis, I think that it's important that for all of us to remain cool and and take the necessary precautions right now to have some sort of a half normal holiday season you know dude there is a lot of people out there that are by themselves and and it's a scary time you know if i i couldn't imagine just being a senior by myself locked in a room indefinitely i i don't right. I, I can't explain that it sounds crazy greg but um you know i've, I've made it a point just to phone people um just to, to people that i know that may be having challenges or even for my own mental health you have to talk to people so i mean anyone that's uh um, that is in that situation, just pick up the phone and call people. I mean, no one, no one's too big for that, you know. If, they, uh, if everyone's struggling or if they are struggling at all, then it doesn't hurt. And then and admit it. Just say, hey, you know what, I'm having a tough time right now. I need to talk to somebody for 15 minutes. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it Todd, is what it is. I'm, I'm, unfortunately, we live in a society that is so cynical and yep. – uh, it's, it's an it's an ostrich, you know, sort of approach to think. Uh, you know, it's, it's so much easier for people to fake that they're okay than it is to admit to one of their friends and say, you know what, I'm not having a good time. I need some help. And uh, for some reason, you know, it's especially especially men, because there is <laughs> there are so many social requirements that you, you need to comply with. And the moment that anybody sees a crack on your armor. It's yep. the moment that people start looking at you as if there is something wrong with you when the reality is that, you know, self-awareness is such an interesting road for men to take. And, and often that doesn't happen until you get, you know, well into your 60s like yourself, Todd, correct? <laughs> oh, my God, man. Are we on a delay? Because I've got some choice words. <laughs> no, man. I, Jen, help me no, out here. <laughs> well, we've know, got the dump button ready. You yeah. know what, Todd? I, I, I want to explore a little bit more on the subject with you, uh, but I, I want to take a small break. And uh, if you can, do you have time to stay with me on the, uh, on, you know, through the break? Yeah, for sure. Okay, awesome. Happy, Folks, happy the, so. the show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no commission sales. Right now, 2020, you leave your money on the table. Don't forget, the show is live. We are Canada's largest automotive radio show. Call us, 416-870-1050 is the number. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Greg Carrasco Show, Canada's largest automotive radio show. And the show is brought to you by Oakville Infinity. And right now, until the end of the year, you can get, you can lease... An Infiniti QX50 for just 
a month plus tax, 0% lease rate with only 39.50 down. And I believe that that is a 27 month lease. Uh, it's the shortest lease within the segment. It's also the most aggressive monthly payment that you can get on a mid-sized luxury SUV. They're delicious vehicles to look at. They're amazing to drive. So if you're looking at an Acura RDX, a Lexus NX, a BMW X3, or even the uh, Audi Q5, make it down to Oakville Infinity and my crew, the no commission crew, is going to look after you. Um, you know, let's get back right down to this. Uh, Todd, you still there? I am. Yeah. You know, how are you coping with working from home? Um, because, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you are probably one of the most gregarious, outgoing uh, extroverts that I know, unless I have you pegged the wrong way. Because I, with me, it's different. I, I am, I never knew this about myself, but I'm a severe introvert. This is, this is my outing. But, you know, whenever I have to recharge and reload, I always seek solitude. Um, how are you dealing with this? So the first month was exciting because, as you know, I travel a lot with my job. And yeah. uh, it was nice to uh, do what you just did for two days, and that is to kind of uh, purge and uh, feel like you're, you're in your own home environment. But uh, six, six months later, uh, it's not fun uh, because it's not normal. And um, so I've made it a point now I get out, I go to, uh, I go to uh, dealerships uh, in a safe environment where I can and, uh, and just talk to people. And um, as you know, I mean, I conduct all of my business now via, mainly via Zoom. Um, but I've taken kind of a, an approach that, you know, you said was a little bit almost taboo for men. And that is, is that I've just decided that uh, uh, I have on a, on a daily list uh, either a couple of people or one person I'm going to call and, and have a, a conversation uh, both about work and about personal stuff. Uh, because if not, I think it's really easy um, for people to get a little bit lost in this environment. So that's, that's what I've done. Um, it's it's and, interesting uh, that you say that. It's but... worked for me, and uh -huh. uh, I haven't gone back to the gym. And, and you know, I'm a big supporter of the gyms, um, uh, but only because uh, where I go in town, uh, there's only ten people allowed, and it's a massive facility, so I can't get booked in. Uh, so I've just started to build up my uh, my home gym in the basement to try and keep some uh, some mental sanity that way. Yeah, and you know, speaking of gyms that are still open, my. Uh... Uh, my jiu-jitsu school, Marcio Nunes Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in, in Burlington, they're still open for now. I really hope that they can keep that going. Good. Um, but uh, you know, I, I worry though about some. I got a, I got an email from uh, from Dan. You know. Um, yeah, of course. The, I still do his program, but I got an email from him at four fifty in the uh, in the morning, which tells me that he's having some sleepless nights as a business owner. So it's you, you kind of see it and you feel it everywhere, right? Well, the, the the truth is that Dan Dan is one of the hardest working people I know. He's working with his brother in a landscaping company, so they're doing snow removal. So whenever there's a snowfall, he is out there at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, and then he goes to the gym at 5.30 and does some personal training for some Crazy, specific eh? people that he has. Then he goes to work all day, and then he goes back to the gym and train the other group of people that come after work. So, you know, honestly, Dan from Radix Performance in Oakville is one of the hardest working humans that I know. Um, but even even that... I, I do feel that Dan and I are, you know, are pretty good friends. And from time to time, he will just drop by the store and we will talk about life. That's good. Uh, we, don't, we don't do this often enough. And, and one of the things that I have found myself doing quite a bit these days, Todd, is that I, my days are so filled with talking to people that I decided to start having some serious conversations with myself. And I can tell you, man, 
those are the toughest conversations that I've ever had with anyone. Does that make any sense to you? <laughs> yeah, because I can relate. Um, because it's funny, is it, uh, it's easy to hide from having that conversation with yourself or having a quote-unquote a bit of a life plan when you're busy for 12, 14 hours a day in the environments that we were prior to COVID. That was easy. You can hide from pretty much anything. You hop on a plane, you go to work, uh, you go to jujitsu, you keep yourself busy. But uh, it's very difficult to do that when you don't have that same outlet or those same environments. So uh, I think a lot of people are relooking at how they uh, how they work, how they balance their work, and uh, maybe in some cases, uh, if they were being 100%, say even honest with themselves on the things that they were doing, if they were either enjoying them or it was uh, fulfilling their lives. So. It sounds very cliche, but I think a lot of people, including myself, are starting to value that life is quite short and that what we had when some people would complain about it before this pandemic, it really wasn't so bad <laughs> when you, you think know, about it. First it world wasn't... problems, and, and, and truly, we had a lot of first world problems, and that's really what they were. Um, you know, what, what not, it doesn't bother me, but it, what's kind of shocking, and I get it, people are fatigued right now and they're they're mentally strained and they're mentally stressed and people have honestly have had a, a lot of people have had enough of this but i'm really noticing people are really piling on the government lately and you know i often wonder like you know they're human beings too and and they really are in a lot of cases doing what they think is is the best we may not agree with it but what they think is the best and i i worry at some point you know like our premier is he going to have a breaking point at some point? Because I know some of the, the, the stresses and the challenges that I've had, and you've admitted to them as well. Well, yeah. I'm not in the public eye like they are and on the front line of everybody critiquing every single decision I make 22, 23 hours a day. So those are some of the things that I wonder about, you know, kind of in the future, just hoping that these people uh, stay strong and, and hang on. Whether we agree with them or not, we need them there, right? Yeah, folks, if you have any say on this, if you're listening to the show and, and, and the subject matter speaks to you, call us. We are live, 416-870-1050. And if you're calling from out of town, it's 1-855-591-6876. Um, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and for me, is um, is one of the reasons I, I've been asked to, to get into politics many, many, many times before. And because of what, <laughs> Oh, no. Be, I hey, want to listen. run that campaign for you, man. <laughs> I, I couldn't take the pay cut, number one. Number two, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I want that kind of responsibility because um, well, the, the truth the is that... Do you want every aspect of your life scrutinized to that level of degree? Oh, no, I'll come clean, man. I'll open the closets. You know, I don't have skeletons <laughs> on my closet. I have more like the Parisian catacombs. If you've never been there, <laughs> you, should, you should take a drive down, and, uh, down Paris and, and go to the catacombs, and that resembles my closet. But anyways, I, I mean, uh, self-deprecation is, is something that is, is very important when you get into politics. But I, what I can see is that the, the scrutiny that we get right now for everyone that is in any sort of office uh, is is insanity. And the mm. other day, I was populating my social media. Um, I think that it was the um, the main the main doc of the province. Uh, they were talking into an open mic, and they said, "Oh, I just say whatever they tell me to," and that exploded in social media. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. What? Do you have any thoughts on that? Because it's uh, quite alarming. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's. Uh... It's it's again it's it's how much of the soundbite did did we really get number one but also um, I, I really think that we're starting to see these people are human beings I mean if I if I think of some of the things that, that in the last seven eight months that I could I wish I could rewind and either re say or redo there's definitely a few of them but 
I think it's just showing that we've, you know, they're human beings in these particular roles. And like I say, we don't have to agree with the decisions that they're making or the actions that they take. But, um, you know, to your point, like uh, it, it's, you know, some of these jobs that we rely upon right now within these politicians are the most thankless jobs in the world. I wouldn't want them for, for all the money in the world right now. But um, when, when you make your living um, out of reading people's faces, like the song says, and that you are in sales, you yeah. get to have a different perception of, of human of humanity. And, uh, you know, Doug and I and Doug Ford and I have known each other for quite a few years now, and he's a listener of the show. But uh, I can see the stress on his face, man. Is uh, and I and I feel for him because you know you don't have to agree with the policies, but unfortunately, whenever you are in high office, you are bound to have half of the population that don't agree with what you're doing, and yeah. uh, in in the stress of the responsibility of having to make a call for business owners, for for seniors, for you know for you know people in the restaurant industry, for people in the gym industry, you can break it down to the lowest you yeah. know, common denominator. But I mean, all this falls on his shoulder. And uh, I can tell you, man, I don't know how he does it because he responds to every text. He responds to every phone call. And I certainly hope that he's staying healthy because uh, we need to have these people at the best level of performance. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? They're they're in a, you're in a no-win situation in that position because you're not going to please everybody. The one you're the group you're pleasing the one group and the other group is upset with you. And and I get it. I mean, there's just it is what it is, and that's the role. But I wouldn't want that. Um, you know, there is some good things that that I, that I saw this week. And in my own hometown here, there's um, I live in a small community, as you know, and there's three restaurants, and there's um, one that's a local pub. And um, they went down to only having allowed 10 people in, which because we're in the red zone now. And the one girl that works there is just graduated from school and they've laid off everybody but three people. And this week, uh, a, a couple went in, had dinner and left her a thousand dollar tip uh, unannounced. <laughs> and yeah, and it made the news. And I mean, there are still some good things going on. And these are the things when you say, hey, what are you doing to try and keep positive? Things like that you grasp on, right? You know, go and spend. You're not going to make. We can't. You can't go to Chile this year. Well, I can't go down south and do what I want to do. So I'm going to spend some money on uh, on the toy drive and, and maybe a bit more than I normally would. So just things like that. There are some good things in humanity that are still happening. I think that's a piece that we got to focus on. But you know, you touched on on uh, Doug and how he uh, he listens to your show. You had him on. I think it was last weekend or the week yeah, before. Yeah, it was. No, I think it was last week. I think. Yeah, so you, 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 you challenged him on one of the things that are my pet peeves, and that's the insurance industry. And he was not happy about uh, how the insurance industry has been reciprocating uh, back as uh, being part of the solution to this. And uh, what was interesting is that I, I don't know if it was a direct result of his comments, but uh, I got an email from my insurance company this week. You got a rebate? Uh, for the, oh, yeah, for the three vehicles that I insured, the $2,000 a year, I got 30 bucks back. So. <laughs> you know, uh, if, just, if you, know, I don't, you want to talk about scams, bonus in the insurance world. Can you believe this? What a scam! I our society has never driven less, and our premiums here in the province of Ontario have never been this high. And I can tell you, man, if I ever, ever, ever run for office, um, that is up there in the top five things that I would be addressing on the spot. Uh, on people from Ontario are being 
you know, they are, insurance companies have their hands inside the pockets of each and every one of the citizens of the province that are driving a vehicle right now. There is no, there's no reason why our premiums should be this high, especially during these times. And you know what? No one is calling them out. I mean, I know that Doug is trying, but yeah. um, to no avail because nothing significant has changed. Well, I got my $30 coming to me, like woohoo. I expect um, a bottle of wine uh, from you, Todd. <laughs> It'll be, a, it'll be a couple of bottles of wine. It'll be the cheap ones. Don't worry. The Chileans. You know, hey, listen, it's the, most, it's the most underrated wine on the planet. Chilean wine, <laughs> folks, if you haven't tried it, get yourself a bottle of uh, Cabernet Sauvignon Gato Negro. It's delicious. Well, six bucks a bottle. It's got to be good. Um, you know, you touched on a point about uh, people not driving. Well, what I've been hearing this week on the collision side, even from our dealers that have body shops, is that... Uh, they're, obviously, their their businesses are way way down because accidents are not happening the same with with a lot less people driving. And some of them have pivoted to doing um, to, to turning them into detail areas and uh, and offering that as a service for uh, uh, for their customers rather than because they can't repair cars. So um, there is definitely Improvise, putting that adapt, they're not paying as overcome. many. As, yeah, that, exactly. That's, that's, that's the only way. But Todd, you know, on behalf yeah. of the entire Slacker Nation, uh, this is Todd Burjohn, everyone, the Executive Vice President of the TADA. Uh, this is an important person. I know he doesn't sound that important, but he's actually pretty important. Right, Todd? Merry Christmas to you, brother. <laughs> you too. Thanks uh, very much, and uh, I wish you all the best, and let's, uh, let's make it a better New Year. Let's hope and uh, give a big squeeze to that uh, cute dog of yours. Done. Have a great Thank one, guys. Yeah, talk to Thank you. <laughs> we, uh, we have another caller Thanks, on the Tom. line, Ken, no? Yes, we do. Uh, let's go to, is it Tom? Tom, you're on the Greg Carrasco Show. Hey, Tom, what's happening? How are you doing, Greg? I'm, I'm well, man. I'm well. I'm trying to, uh, you know, just have a conversation, an, you know, open and honest conversation with, with the province of Ontario, with the town, and see what is happening. <laughs> yeah. How can I make your life better today? Well, not, um, I listened to your show last week. And it's just I'm just making it's just a comment to the show last week about why people don't bring their cars back into dealerships. And I'm not yep. speaking for all dealerships and that, but some people have not had good experiences taking their cars back to dealerships because it's probably the overhead, the cost of getting the car fixed. That's why they'll, they'll go to a, a guy they know or a mechanic they know where the labor is a little cheaper possibly than that. Um, in referring to what you're talking about today, I think this what's happened in this pandemic right now is that a lot of people are doing a lot of self-evaluation and figuring out what the, you know what's going on in their lives and how much they can make their life better or someone else's life better and uh, it's surprisingly you know humans as we are we have a tendency to sort of revert to back to what we what we think we know but in fact that we are and have been a long time our own sisters or brothers keepers in that and it's that responsibility at times we think we seem to shun or others seem to take on and it just seems that you know, when I listen to your shows and others as people on that, is that there's a lot of a lot of good humanity out there. It's just that we just don't have a time of showing it, displaying it, and trying to get a message across that we're all in this together, um, and we can either be a bigger part of the solution or be the greater part of the problem. And with regards to a Chilean wine, La Palma, which is a great Marlowe, so I've uh -huh. had some of that as well. But uh, I appreciate your show. Have a great Christmas and a Happy New Year, and uh, keep on going. Keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you, Tommy. We love you right back, man. I, I really appreciate your comments. Uh, you know, it's, it's important for us to share uh, with with the audience uh, how how true this show is to the idea uh, of you know sharing with everyone here that uh, we don't know what we're doing. 
we all have a little bit of an area in which we know some more than other areas. And for me, it happens to be the automotive industry. But uh, human condition is a, is a very interesting thing. And over the last few years, this show has been a bit of a platform for me to, to talk to other humans that understand that, man, you know, it's difficult to figure things out. Uh, we often talk about family. We talk about, you know, relationships and whatnot. And and the pandemic is is certainly sent at least the the more intellectual, the sentient beings uh, into in, into an introspective rabbit hole that many people are finding it difficult to navigate. Uh, never in the history of our, you know, within our lifetimes anyways, we have never been confronted and um, enforced to be this much with ourselves. And that is terrifying because we do a tremendous time entertaining ourselves and in vacating that space in which you would take some time to think about important things, not what the next show on Netflix is going to be, not what your boss is going to say to you when you go to work, and not what kind of car you're going to be buying, as trivial as that may sound. Now, there are many people that are asking themselves, you know, who am I? Like, I mean, what do I really stand for? When you are alone with your thoughts in your house, and there is nothing to do other than just think, Thinking is not an easy thing to do. Folks, this is the Greg Carrasco Show. Don't forget that this is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity, home of the no-commission salespeople. And until the end of the year, there are some crazy offers happening at the store. We're going to take a small break, and don't forget to call us, 416-870-1050. And if you're calling from out of town, it's 1-855-591-6876. Again, 416-870-1050. Call us. You are listening to The Greg Carrasco Show here with my friend Ken Stapen. The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan. And right now, through the end of the year, you can get 0% financing on 2020 Nissan Kicks with free winter tires and oil changes for three years for $59 a week. Find out more at oakvillenissan.com. If you want to call the show and you have a say in the matter, whatever matter that happens to be, call us, 416-870-1050. We are live. We're talking about all sorts of different things. Um, Christmas. Man, what is it, five days from now? It's right around the corner. It snuck up on us. I know. I I swear this is the longest, shortest Shortest. year ever. (laughs) There was times where it just felt like, you know, they say the days are long, the years are short. There was times in March where it just felt like you were never going to get out of the month. And now yet here we are. Press fast forward on the VHS player for all the people who are old enough to remember what, what how to use one of those things. And here we are knocking on the door of 2021. I um, You know, the unfortunate thing is that as fatalistic as this may be, I don't think a 2021 is going to be any easier. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. No, so, it, and it, I think for a lot of people, at least for me, yeah. it just feels good to okay. have a point where you can just press reset. And regardless of what happens... When we move into the new year, obviously, we're still going to be going through a lot of the same things that we've been going through in 2020. But uh-huh. just to wipe the slate clean and just start a fresh calendar, I think will be big for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think that uh, many of us are looking forward to the end of this godforsaken year. And 2020 has been challenging in so many, so many different levels. Now, you know, the interesting thing is that, uh, you know, from a business standpoint, Ken, uh, we we have at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity, uh, we have knocked it out of the park. I mean... 
right now, these are the two best years that these two stores have had on record. And this company has been open for, what, 27, 28 years. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, somebody said once that never you know, never waste a, a good crisis. And, uh, you know, as uh, as flippant as that may sound to some of you folks, I, I think that it's, it's very important to recognize when some good things are happening. So, you know, especially when it comes to Christmas shopping, you know, the, the fact that you can still buy some Christmas stuff is, uh, is, is, is important. Have you done your Christmas shopping yet? Have you bought everything that, that you needed to buy? Yeah, so I don't really have a whole ton of people to buy for. Luckily, um, I've already done, like, they've got the family stuff out of the way. That was pretty easy. I just uh, took care of some beverages for my family who's going to be staying in <laughs> Hamilton. I had my sister swung by my place of work, so I'm going to sponsor that part of the aspect of their holiday. If I can't be with them, at least I can... Uh, treat them to a couple of cold ones on me. And then outside of that, really, it's just my significant other. And uh, so I've got a couple of things lined up. I could be happy to discuss them with you because although she loves and supports me, I don't think she's that interested in automotive radio shows. So oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not certain that she's, uh, she's, she would be listening to, so I won't be spoiling anything. Are you sure she doesn't listen to you? At least not every week. I think she tunes in from time to time, but it's just to say, hey, liked this part of the show today, but very seldomly. It's uh, she's got better things to do on Saturday morning than talk about compression ratios or listen to that sort of thing. It just doesn't interest her very much. I think it's super sweet when you know when your person just listens to you talk. I, I yeah, think that it's very it's just, nice. It's, 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 it's super nice. What'd you get her? Uh, so I actually, so she's really enjoys like a nice hot cup of tea. Oftentimes, like right before she goes to bed, she'll pour herself a cup. So I got her actually a ember mug, which is a temperature controlled coffee mug. So when you pour the liquid in there, then it keeps it super hot the whole time that you're enjoying the beverage. So that's one of the things I got her. I also got her uh, one of those alarm clocks that actually simulates the rising sun. So as you're getting ready to wake up, it sort of brightens up the room a little bit slowly but surely. So you wake up more naturally, like it's a natural sunrise rather than just sort of waking up to the, the old alarm just over on, on, the on the side there. Yeah. And then um, well, there's one other thing. I slipped my mind at the moment. But how about you? Have you got all your stuff done for your family as well? You know, um, yeah, I did. I tried to get all my shopping done um, before December because then it gets um it gets a little crazy and I and I don't have the time so I, I bought a bunch of stuff in, um, in November and some of it just started to land uh, at the beginning of last week so you know I've been wrapping some presents and stuff uh, you know believe it or not the most difficult person or the, the most difficult entity in my life to buy something for is uh, my dog <laughs> you know I he likes um, I'm a sucker for ice cream man I I have a problem with ice cream it doesn't matter how crappy a day is or how good a day is it doesn't matter. I always feel like having ice cream. And um, Marcus have figured this out. So he hears me opening the fridge and uh, he hears the uh, the crinkly paper opening up and you know his eyes open wide and he knows he's going to get a few licks of my ice cream. So I don't know, maybe I've, I'll, I'll get him a you know, a, a hug and dust tub so he can just go nuts, go Ooh. to town. <laughs> that, that, I'm, sure, I'm sure he would really love that. Let's go back to the phone lines here. Sean yeah, from Burlington. Sean, you're on the Greg Carrasco Show. Hey, Sean, what's happening? Sean? Sean. I can hear him there, but uh, yeah, we'll see if we can reconnect with Sean then. Hold on do, just a second here. Do, do we let's, have anybody else yeah, on the line? Yeah, let's go to George from Etobicoke. George, you're on the line. Hey, George. Oh, how, are, how are you doing, Crasco? Good, man. What's happening? How can I make your life better this morning? I have a 2015 Volkswagen Jetta. Okay. And I was 
I went back to Volkswagen because I was going to trade it in um, to get a newer one, but they only offered me like $2,000 for it. How many kilometers do you have in the car? 164. Uh, let me see. I can probably double that. Come and see me. You know, buy a Nissan. I have right now some uh, uh, some think, money for Conquest. So yeah, this is uh, money that we can give you extra on your trade. Um, and, uh, you know, there are some pretty awesome deals right now. I mean, you know, this is what happens with VW. VW, unfortunately, if it's not a specific type of vehicle, like there are some golfs that you know, hold their value quite crazy. Um, for the most part, the Jetta doesn't, uh, especially after the scandal that took place a few years back. And they, it's taking a bit of a hit on resale value. But come and see me, man. What what kind of car are you looking at getting? Well, well, I want to make my payments about, like I pay 300 bucks a month for the car. Yeah. Yeah, because I pay bi-weekly, right? And I okay, so pay, you know, just come and uh, come and see me, man. I there are there are so many alternatives right now that I can put you in that will be around the four hundred dollars a month, and especially if I give you some more money for the trade, I think that you could be in a pretty good position. Uh, you know, we have vehicles now that start at what sixteen, seventeen thousand dollars with the release of the brand new Versa. So there are many, many, many ways that you can actually achieve this sort of payments. Well, I need a four-door because my mom had a stroke, so I need the room for the car, right? I don't think that, you know, other than the 370 and the GTR, all the vehicles that uh, Nissan makes are all four-doors. But, you know, come and see me, man. I'm at Oakville Nissan, Oakville Infinity. You know where to find me. I am one of the easiest people to find in the entire planet. So come and see me, and uh, I'll talk to you then. Let's go back to our other caller, Ken. Who do we have on the line, Sean? All right, Sean from Burlington. Sean, you're on the Greg Carrasco Show. Hey, Sean, what's happening? Uh, Not much. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How can I make your life better this morning? Um, I'm interested in buying a car, and online, when I read the reviews about it and everything about it, information tells me that the car is going to be like, they're going to make as many as they can sell. And when I talk to the dealerships, about 40% of them are telling me this is a rare car that they're not going to be making many of. And I'm trying to think, who's telling me the truth, and where can I find out <laughs> like, which one? Okay, right what, kind of, what kind of car? It's the, a new Challenger. It's a new high-end Challenger called the SRT Superstock. And everything I read online says it's going to be a regular produced car. But dealers are trying to, I don't know if they're just trying to, like, coax me into something saying, oh, it's super rare or it's hard to get. It wasn't 2020, but it says 2021 is going to be limited production. That's, okay. what, that's so, what I read. Believe it or not, they're both right. Okay? Okay. And uh, this is what's happening. The... The, the manufacturer is there to provide the supply for the the demand warrants. So if you know if everybody shows up and wants to buy a Challenger, they will produce as many as they can possibly produce. That's the truth. But the reality is this: that those vehicles only appeal to a certain um, type of population. So those super exclusive sports cars and, and, the, and the vehicle that I can use to relate to you it would be the Nissan GTR, which is a significantly superior machine than any Challenger that you could ever possibly buy. I need mm-hmm. to say that. Um, that vehicle, yeah, they will produce it forever, but how many are there in the country? So right now I have only two of, I believe it's like six or seven in the entire country. So mm-hmm. they're both right. There are some vehicles that are not very common and uh, it's a specific type of buyer that will look for that machine and that is the buyer that is going to pay all the money for it uh but now it's not a but, common thing i'm thinking it's like well well am i in a rush like can i order this 
Like they're not building them yet. But can I order it in four months, or do I have to get it in right now? Well, if you if you order it now, you may get it four or five months from now. So that's the plan, uh, especially if they if still they, order it down the road. Uh, people do that all the time, man. We we were selling twenty twenty one ropes about five months ago. To, it's just a limited to how many people are going to buy. Like it'll be less made because not a lot of people will buy them. Uh, I, I think it all comes down to, I mean, you can buy the vehicle right now and tell the dealer that you don't want to take possession of it in six months from now. So then that way you can guarantee you're going to get the vehicle, but don't expect to get a discount. No, I, I, I'm just wondering if it's actually going, if they're actually telling me they're only making 25 and that's true. Or uh, that's they make that's as many as they can sell. Well, think about it. I mean, when you have a multinational corporation that can sell thousands of these things, why would they retool an entire plant to produce only 25 of them? That doesn't make sense unless it's a limited edition. So I think that you need to be careful. If, if there is a limited edition, the manufacturer would be the first one that would be yelling that out from the rooftops telling you, uh, yeah, that we only make an X number of these units, and then that becomes a valuable item. Uh, if it's not a limited edition, they will make as many as they can possibly sell. Now, reducing that to however many people are buying these things. Mm-hmm. So I think that you just need to use your your caution. Um, you know, believe them both, but not too much. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, why the Challenger? If you don't mind me asking. I, I just love the looks of the muscle car. I've loved the muscle car since I was a kid. And I'm a Jeep Wrangler guy, and I actually bought one, an RT Shaker recently. Love it. And I'm thinking, do I want the the beast? (laughs) You you know, it's it's very interesting that you say this because as thoroughly heartbroken and disappointed that I was by having a very short stint with Chrysler, because I will never do that again, mm-hmm. um, the Challenger has always been one of my favorite looking cars on the planet. And the yeah, interesting thing it. is that we, we took one on trade. Uh, this is about a month and a half ago uh, that I'm keeping. So we are fixing it up. It's all blacked mm-hmm. out. We removed all the stickers. It's got new wheels. It, just, it was sent out to get some repairs done. So I, I feel what you're feeling. Uh, I think that that is a classic-looking vehicle. In fact, uh, you know, my little guy, uh, well, he's not so little anymore. He's very soon going to be taller than I am, which is not a tough thing to do. Um, you know, we we bought a, an 1,100-piece Lego Challenger that we put yeah. together, and actually he did it himself, and I have it in my office. That's how much I love the looks of that vehicle. So oh, I don't so blame I. you for doing this. <laughs> now, but don't expect to have... Uh, surgical mechanical engineering because a challenger is nothing more than a sledgehammer with a big motor that's all yeah. it is oh, i know so i know I, so I there, there, there is no refinement on it, on that so. machine that, that's not a sophisticated sports yeah. driving car it's not no no I but did, anyways uh, you know good luck with the shopping and uh, when you buy okay. it call us and let us know how it went okay okay i will thank okay, you thank you very much Folks, the show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan, home of the no-commission salespeople. Remember that it is 2020 for now. Anyways, I hope it ends soon. 2021 will still continue to be home of the no-commission salespeople. So don't leave money on the table by buying the vehicle somewhere else. You need to make it down to wherever I happen to be. And that will guarantee you that you get some of the best service that you've ever seen when it comes to buying a vehicle. We're going to take a small break. And we have my friend Greg Triple G on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. Darcy Tucker here, and if you're hearing the sound of my voice, it's too late to escape. You're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. We live in a world where a simple tweet can cause overnight panic in the markets. Alan Small, Senior Investment Advisor at Alan Small Financial Group. 
now more than ever, you need an investment advisor who can help you navigate this volatile landscape to keep your portfolio strong and growing. We can do that. Contact Alan today to arrange a free, no-obligation, one-hour review of your portfolio. Email alan at alansmall.com. A message from Canadian Blood Services. If you've tested positive for COVID-19 and recently recovered, you can register to become a convalescent plasma donor and help your community in the fight against COVID-19. Find out more at blood.ca slash help. A message from Canadian Blood Services. Clinical trials are currently using convalescent plasma to help treat those infected with COVID-19. If you've tested positive for the virus and recently recovered, your donation is more critical than ever. Register now at blood.ca slash help. Penny? Penny? Fill your holiday with cheer. Gather round, kids. It's time for Sheldon's beloved Christmas special. The Big Bang Theory Holiday Marathon is on now until January 3rd on CTV Comedy Channel. Hands up if it feels like you've lost control over, well, everything in your personal life. Here's one thing you can control, the security of your home. Metalex is your best defense against break-in and home invasion. Metalex has this amazing product called Safety Screen. Safety screen is so strong it can't be bashed, cut, or pried. Go to MetalXDoors.com and check out the bash test video. Safety screen doesn't give in even after 2,000 hits. That's enough to discourage even the most determined thief. And that's peace of mind whether you're home or not. Call Tom Reimer and the pros at MetalX. 416-METALEX. 416-638-2539 or visit MetalXDoors.com. MetalX keeps my family healthy and safe. Now it's your turn. Lightning, one of nature's most powerful forces. And now, OLG has taken lightning and turned it into a lottery. We call it Lightning Lotto. A $125,000 jackpot keeps growing until it's won. Buy a ticket on the spot and you could win big on the spot. Play the new Lightning Lotto in store today. You don't strike the jackpot, the jackpot strikes you. Let's give a little differently this year. Not just from the heart, but from the neighborhood. Because local is where you find the special unique gifts for the special unique people in your life. So order takeout from a nearby restaurant, shop online from a local boutique, have craft beer delivered, or get curbside pickup of your favorite person's favorite chocolates. If we all gave a little local, we'd help a lot of local. So this holiday season, shop safely and show your love for local. Ontario, yours to rediscover. Lucas has the highest marks in his grade 12 math class. He's set to be the first person in his family to go to university. But Lucas isn't focused on school because he has to work to help support his family. So now, the only math he's doing is this. That's 33.45 and 6.55 is your change. No student should have to learn they can't go back to school. Donate to Pathways to Education to help youth in low-income communities continue high school. Hey, what's up, sports fans? Forrest Griffin here, and I want you to check out The Greg Carrasso Show only on TSN 1050 Toronto. Check check him out. Greg and the gang. Uh, yeah, enjoy.
You are listening to Canada's largest automotive radio show, The Greg Carrasco Show, here with my friend Ken Stapen. The show is brought to you by Oakville Infinity, and until the end of the year, you can get a 2020 QX50 for $4.99 a month plus tax with only $39.50 down on a 27-month lease at 0% lease rate. That's a crazy offer. Now, if you want to call the show and talk to us live, 416-870-1050 is the number to call, 416-870-1050. And if you're calling from out of town, it's one 591 6876 And my buddy, Triple G, is on the line. Greggy, what is going on? I'm live. I'm living. I'm loving this. <laughs> How are you? Terrific. Call to just wish you and the crew, Ken, Money, Mike, and the rest, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, thank you so much, man. That's that's too kind. I'm still waiting for you to adopt me, Greg. You know, I you know I thought that you were calling me with the good news, but I'm gonna have to wait another year. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah, you <laughs> are. <laughs> Did you get your uh, your Genesis yet? No, it's uh, supposed to be next week. So early in the year, we're gonna have to go for a drive and find some place to have lunch in Ontario. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a very difficult thing to do, man. So, yeah, I, I we need to I need to cut a steak sometime in the near future. I haven't seen you in far too long, Greggy, but uh now are you excited about getting your uh, GV80? That's what they call, right? Yeah. No, it's huh? it's good. I got the uh basically the ultimate package called the Prestige Plus and it's got all the bells and whistles on it. So, I am going to take your advice and I am going to put uh, and I said the warranty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm -hmm. there's just too much electronics on that thing to go bad. <laughs> you know, good man. And you know, I'll share something with you folks that happened with Greg. I mean, Greg uh, had a Genesis that I sold him a few years back uh, as a trade-in, and uh, he was not happy with the trade-in value that uh, he was offered at the local Genesis store. So Greg called me and said, "Greg, can you put a number on the trade?" And I did, and it happened to be more than the trade-in value. So guess what? We bought his vehicle. So, you know, you maximize the trade-in value by letting us into this window of opportunity. Did that help you, Greggy? Well, that was great. I mean, that, that keeps the monthlies down, doesn't it? Now, it does indeed, but you would surprise how many people are, you know, comfortable with just getting a number from uh, from the dealership and, and remaining unhappy. You don't have to. I mean, you can continue shopping with this. And one of the things that I do at, at Oakville Nissan and Infinity, for that matter, is that we provide trade evaluations. So you come in, we'll we'll evaluate your vehicle for free and see if uh, if what you get from us makes sense. But I, you've been waiting for this Genesis for a very long time, Greg. I mean, it, you you must be chomping at the bit to get to get inside this thing and drive it. I really am. I'd like the previous caller talked about should I order it now or wait four months? Well, I've been waiting since February for this vehicle to show up. So uh, here we are nine months later and it's finally going to get here. I know it's in the city of Toronto and this has to be you know, fixed up at the dealership. You know, they clean up, take out all the plastic wrap, that sort of stuff. Um, so I'll be getting it next week and uh, I'm truly excited about it. Truly. Well, on behalf of Ken and I and the entire Slacker Nation here, Greggy, I want to wish you a merry, merry, merry Christmas with you and your loved ones and uh, a, a big hug. And I cannot wait until I see you uh, sometime in the near future. And uh, don't hesitate at any point in giving me a shout uh, if you ever need to talk about anything. You know, we will always talk. Greggy, he's a friend of the show, folks. And uh, this is Triple G here. Thank you, Greg, for calling. You got it. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Happy holidays. Um, who do we have on the line uh, before we break? Uh, let's go to Jack from Whitby. Jack, you're on the Greg Carrasco Show. Jack, what's happening? Hey, good afternoon, guys. How are you? 
I'm very well, well thank, you. thank you. How can we yeah. help? Well, uh, you know, I called the show because I'm a regular listener. I'm on the road usually on Saturday to listen while I'm driving. And, you know, we've had, um, you know, a, a situation where my daughter's uh, got another baby on the way and she's driving a 2017 terrain right now. And there's good equity in the vehicle. How do you know? Didn't, uh, pardon me? How do you know? Uh, well, we, we checked around. We, we've got people that have offered so much on a trade. So I kind of have an idea. I've looked. I've looked, uh, you know, at value, you know, find the value of your vehicle, checked it out at dealership. But okay. she's not, she's she's torn on what type of vehicle she wants. She's kind of wanting the bigger SUV, not trying to go to a van. She thinks that's, you know, time of her life in her early 30s. That it's not, she doesn't want to be in a van. So she's thinking SUV, bigger. She likes the Palisade. I just want to get your opinion on what options out there would you consider if she's in an SUV right now, likes the SUV, wants to go bigger, not as big as a big, uh, you know, Expedition or big, big uh, Yukon XL kind of thing, but something that's got good size in it for, uh, uh, you know, a Labradoodle, two babies or an 18-month-old newborn and, and the, her and her husband. So what are your thoughts? Um, well, you really can't go wrong with the Palisade. Uh, the, okay. the Palisade and the Telluride, uh, they are certainly the two top contenders within that full-size segment. Um, okay. If if she doesn't mind uh, paying a little tiny bit more, actually, it's not even that more anymore. The um, the last year that they're making the, um, the Infiniti QX60, the current model, is the yeah. absolute best model that they've ever produced. I mean, that vehicle is being discontinued. The new model is coming out in a few months, and the, the yeah. offers on it are just crazy, and that is also a 708 passenger vehicle. Um, yeah, I would the include QX80, the Pathfinder honestly. in there. What's that? Yeah, she she loved the QX80 the, yeah. or the big. No, the that's, Nissan, that's big. The that's a big Nissan. one. The Armada. Yeah, the Armada. Yeah, she liked the Armada, and I said, you know, nice vehicle. You can get them. Uh, you know, they're probably more one of the reasonably priced uh, bigger SUVs. Full but size. Again, it's full size. Yeah, for sure. But. Uh, Anyway, um, well, those are those are the main contenders. I mean, if you want to put the, uh, the the price range of the Armada, you also have the Honda Pilot. And as much as I hate saying this, because I think that Toyota has become arrogant and overpriced, the the full size Highlander, uh, it's a pretty big vehicle. But you're talking okay. sixty five thousand dollars. So yeah. you know the the company factors have done a pretty good job competing in that full size eight seven or eight passenger segment. So there is a lot of different um, uh, vehicles that you yeah. can choose from. My personal favorite, and I know that I sell Nissans and Infinity, I would have to say is the Palisade. The Palisade okay. until the new Pathfinder comes out and until the new QX60 comes out, I think yeah. that the Palisade right now is the king of the hill. How long before the new Nissan comes out? Uh, six months. Six months because she. You know, she's due in June at the mid part of June, and she said, you know, we're not in a rush. She wants to go and try and drive some in the new year, but she's Oh, looking, dude, you uh, need, for... then you need to look at the 2022 Pathfinder, uh, and the okay. same thing with the 2022 QX60. Uh, it's okay. probably the best-looking vehicle that has come out of any uh, Nissan Infiniti production line. Um, yeah, two of, my I... sales, two of my sales guys are driving older Nissan Pathfinders, and they love them. Uh, you know, they've... they've uh, they, 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 they've just been a great vehicle, and, They're bulletproof. and we have a lot of we have a lot of Nissans in our in our company and in our in our in our personal lives. So I know the Nissan product from the Rogue up through Pathfinder, and they're they're a great product. I, I could never say anything bad about them. So it's just again the the old Pathfinder design 
eh, you know, could, could need to facelift for sure. So, oh yeah, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. She's tired. I mean, and, and that's the unfortunate thing. The best time to buy the vehicle is when it's looking the oldest. Like for example, <laughs> exactly. if if there if there is a new redesign that's coming down the pipeline, that is the yeah. best year for you to buy the current model because every bug, every issue, a, any sort of nuance that that vehicle had, guess what? Yeah. It's already been solved. Yeah. Yeah, Unfor but again, unfortunately, as long as you want to hang on to it, because you're, you're, again, as soon as the new model comes out, I think the value of the older style, body style, drops off quite a bit, though, right? Uh, yes and no. It, that is, if you're going to trade it in one year, but if you're going to keep it for ten, who cares, right? Yeah, who cares, right? Yeah, yeah. Precisely. No, it's, well, it's when, about the when you're a little so closer. When you're a little closer to the decision-making time, call me, and I'll give you an update as to when uh, those okay. vehicles are going to be uh, coming out, and we can take it from there. But thank you so much for calling the show, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Take care. Thank you. Well, you know, that's, that's the end of two hours, Ken. Don't forget, folks, that this show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan, home of the no-commission salespeople. And as you all know, I have no life. I live at this place. So if you're ever trying to make a car-buying decision and you need some guidance, you need some direction, you need some uh, no-holes-bar opinion and the mistakes that you're about to make, <laughs> you need to come and see me. Now, if you want to call this show and talk about anything... You can call at 416-870-1050. We need to go for a small break, and we'll be right back. That introduction is a whole different level of flex, Ken. What is up? <laughs> I got to be honest. I like it. It gets me hyped. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, it is impossible to not listen to him and, and, and just try not try to imitate him. Like, fall on out. He was just watching the fights on Saturday night. He is such a staple. I, I love it. I love it. Um, folks, this show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan, home of the no-commission salespeople. And un until the end of the year, you can get a 2020 Kicks for $59 a week plus tax with nothing down. And uh, they'll throw in a set of snow tires. Uh, I believe that they're also giving you like three years worth of oil changes. The, the offer is just crazy. Um, come and see us. If you need a vehicle and uh, you think that this is the time, the right time for you, and if it's not, I'll tell you. The number of people that I turn away and not selling them cars because I, I think that they're making a mistake is a lot more than when you, the, what you may think. Um, we have uh, another phone call here. Is it Tom from Cambridge? Tom, Tom is from back. Cambridge. Tom is back. He has more questions yeah. for us. Tom, you're back What's on the Greg Carrasco Show. How you doing, guys? Good. What's up? Okay. Well, okay, I've got a 2020 Sportage. Bought it last year, um, okay. I, and I just I'm trying to figure out what the depreciation value on a car is. I've really I'm not ha I'm not really been happy with the car. Uh, I've already had to put struts back into it, which is uh, kind of strange for a new vehicle. Not really. Uh, Did, yeah, was it cover was, yeah. was it cover under warranty? It was covered under warranty, but it was like I had to sort of force the dealership to put the struts in the car because it was like if you're telling me that you're, you know that these are bad, why aren't we why aren't we replacing them? So. Uh, that's but they were fixed. Second, is the yeah, problem yeah, gone? Pardon me? Is the problem gone? Oh, the problem's gone. It's just that um, I'm trying to figure out, like, I don't really want to hang on to the car for three years. I really don't. Uh, I'd really like to get something that I really wanted to get. Uh, um, but I'm just trying, trying to figure out the, the, the appreciation, how it, how that works out, because I figure I probably lost about 15000 on this car, a little bit more, and I wouldn't get anything for a trade-in right now. Yeah, um, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> you if, yeah, 15, uh, you know, around that is how much you're going to lose. You see, here's the thing, though. Uh, depreciation is, is just like alimony payments. 
Yeah. You know, the depreciation yep. only happens if you break the contract. <laughs> the mm -hmm. same thing. The same thing with your alimony payments. So if you keep the contract until the end, you never have to worry about alimony payments. Uh, right. It's the same thing with your car. Depreciation right. and how much a vehicle depreciates is immaterial because most people will never trade that vehicle in in a year or two. So mm -hmm. you know, oh, the car loses thirty percent when it drives off the lot. Okay, so what? Yeah. You're not gonna trade mm -hmm. it in in one year, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Now. I don't want you to be particularly hard on this sportage simply because you had a warranty situation. You see, people buy cars because of their warranty is so good, but then whenever right. they need to use the warranty, they don't like it. Right. So, you know, well, I, I, yeah. there's something wrong I, with I, the car, man. No, no, I, I thought the warranty thing is probably more, a little bit more of the dealership that that, that part. Yeah, my, second part my second question for you is that I'm at a point and stage of my career that I'm looking for something different, and... How does one get into being, I don't like using the term salesperson for in the car dealership, but I've always enjoyed working cars. And most recently, I've helped my girl, girlfriend's daughter buy a car and look at certain things in the car and that. What would you suggest for somebody who's looking to make a career change and get into the automotive industry from, from a sales standpoint? Um, are you married? No. Okay. Um, let me see. Do you have some basic income requirements? Oh, I got to make a certain amount of money. Yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah. Don't do it. Got it. I got it. I've got it. Don't do it. No, don't do it. Okay. Even even for a non-commissioned salesperson. Well, you see, here's the thing: the car business is not what it used to be. And uh, if I can be completely forthcoming, uh, dealerships are looking at ways of reducing the workforce uh, and yeah. maximize throughput. So right now. Right. Um, you know, during the last crunch, uh, a lot of people were laid off and only the best ones were brought back uh, because mm -hmm. you, you need to be able to maximize productivity. So there is a, there is a surplus of people in the car industry right now. As, as hard as it is to find good people, uh, you know, there's still a surplus of awesome people out there that are looking for jobs. Now, right. as a non-commissioned salesperson, it's a little different. Uh, in, you know, the average age on my floor is about 23, 24 years old. Uh, there mm -hmm. are different there are different set of uh, you know predetermined needs that a 22 23 24 year old has now yeah. by the time they get to the next in income level then we, you're getting into management and whatnot but uh, if you're looking at doing this and you don't live in the city because working in the car industry in the city and especially in the GTA is the absolute worst place to work in a car dealership uh, you know, the competition is so stiff that if you don't come in there with a uh, with a serious skill set in a in a client portfolio that you you can transfer you're going to be swimming with sharks and that's going to be very very tough if you're a sunfish um, so the first thing that you need to do if you're planning to get into the car industry number one is to contact OMVIC the Ontario Motor Vehicle Industry Council and apply for a student number um, once you are approved for a student number you are going to get a, um, a textbook that is about 300 pages and uh, you have to, you have the option of doing some self-study. You can study at home and then you can take the test whenever you're ready. Or you can do an in-class um, course that is uh, five weeks. I believe it's offered by Georgian College. Uh, either way, it's going to cost you just under $500. And once you pass that course in uh, automobile, uh, car, or car business law and ethics, 
uh, once you pass that, you can start applying to car dealerships to to do this. Now, um, if you live outside of the city, then you know by all means approach a local dealership that would be willing to sponsor you because eventually somebody's going to have to sponsor you and as a new person. But you need to um, you need to give yourself a, a good full year for a learning curve. Selling cars is not what it used to be. You see, before it would it was a um, and the person that could put the most pressure onto people are the ones oh. that are more successful at selling cars. Today is the complete opposite. The ones that put, can put the least amount of pressure on a customer and provide with all the customer satisfaction the customer is looking for is the one that's going to succeed the best. Mm -hmm. And that requires a lot of knowledge. Um, because knowing your product is one thing. Um, knowing the competition, the options, the systems, uh, you know, the finances is is so much more complex than it once was. So you know, I, you know, I think that you're a lot of, you know, you're very courageous, and you know, I don't know how old you are, but you, you know, you sound like you're in your forties. Um, correct me if oh, I'm wrong. Frank, because I wish I was in my forties. <laughs> Seriously, no, I appreciate everything else, Matt, and uh, you should run for office because I think. Uh, your honesty is probably the one of the best policies I think I'd like in a politician. Just be straightforward. Tell people what what needs to be said. Either we're going to like it or don't. And the same thing we're we're going to buy. You're going to sell me a car. I'm going to like what I like what I hear or don't want to hear. You know, so Tommy. What, you know I, the I, irony of your statement is sure. not lost. <laughs> uh, but what I, this is what I can tell you: that an honest politician will never be elected. Will uh, never be elected. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. Are you going to raise our taxes? Yes. Okay. Not elected. <laughs> Are you going to cut our services down? Yes. Yeah, not elected. Well, I'm, uh, not talk, no, I'm, I'm not talking <laughs> about stuff like that. I'm talking about the stuff that needs to be said at times to people because, you know, the fact is, man, like, you're, you've, you've got a great show going on, and I've listened to you over the years and it's stuff like that, and that's why I wish people were just a little more straightforward, a little more factual, and, and, and being honest with people because that's what I think you need sometimes, straightforward. <sighs> Thank you, you know, very much, Greg. Uh, thank you, Tom. I'm I'm working on it, man. I'm I'm working on it. I am certainly not perfect, but damn, I'm 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 working really hard on you know providing a better version of myself every day to people that work with me, for me, uh, you know, around me, and um, that I that I deal with on a personal level. But uh, you know, we uh, we try, and that's the whole point. Are you better than yesterday? <laughs> that's that's the idea. Now. I, I wanted to touch on something that is going to be directly uh, aimed to the slackers. And slackers, if you're listening to the show, you're a slacker. You're part of Slacker Nation. And if you have uh, something to contribute, something smart to say on the show, call us, 416-870-1050. But if you, if you have um, uh, come to the realization that Christmas is, um, is five days from now and you are yet to have all your presents uh, presence bought you know you're gonna be in trouble because if they if there is a full lockdown uh, all this um, online purchases and delivery services are getting overwhelmed you know if you buy anything right now you're not gonna get it until January uh, you have to be very very lucky to get the delivery done within the next five days but there are some things that you can buy that are practical gifts and you know I know practical gifts are can be boring for example last year an awesome person bought me like a three or four month supply of toilet paper. <laughs> and that, I that know came it's in handy three or dude, four months ago. I'll tell you that, that much. And, 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 and paper towels. So every time, <laughs> every time I pull a new roll, it was a present that kept on giving itself. You might want to get some betting advice from this said person. If they see that far advanced. 
Dude, I, I can tell you that practical presents are the absolute best presents that you can give somebody. Towels, uh, you know, toiletries, uh, you know, stuff that you use on a daily basis. It's the stuff that you never think about buying for yourself. And, you know, with that in mind, I, I put a list of things that you can buy for anybody in your family that owns a car that you can get as simply as knowing where this person goes and does their service. So have you done your shopping? You, your shopping is all done. What about Ben? Is, is Ben done with the shopping? Um, I'm trying to think about it all right now, but I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm finished. I got my girlfriend what we needed. My parents are all set. My sister's all set. I mean, grandparents, we usually do that as a family, but I think I'm all good. That's awesome. Well, look, so if the person that you haven't bought something for uh, owns a car and you know where the service their vehicle and and you can ask that question very, you know, innocently. Oh, where do you service your car? Somebody will give you, they volunteer that answer right away. You see, in my mind, that's the way people talk to each other. Oh, <laughs> where do you service your car? So the, um, the per- <laughs> I, 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 I honestly thought it would have been a little more pessimistic than that. But <laughs> no, no, no. So, you know, that's the way the world sounds in my head. That's funny. So the person's going to say to you, oh, I, I service it on, you know. Oakville Nissan. So, you know, you have a note. Now, what you can do is this. I'm going to give you about seven or eight different present choices that you can give to somebody that actually means something in your life because this is stuff that it will make their life easier. It will make their life better. And you will also help them enhance the relationship that they have with the local dealership. And and as you've heard me say for many, many years, you enhance that relationship. And guess what? You develop something that we call goodwill. Um, but before uh, I get into this awesome present list that I'm going to give you, and I'll give you the reasons why this is such a good idea, uh, I, I want to bring something to your attention that I almost forgot I was going to share with you. I told you, Ken, don't let me forget about this customer that I'm dealing with. Um, we, we, had a, we have a situation at the store right now in which um, a customer ended a lease, Ken. Um, I think it was a three or four year lease. I can't remember now, but um, he... Um, lease and protection? Uh, yeah. So this person bought a, a specific lease protection package that um, is different from a lease and protection. Okay. So lease protection package is something that you can utilize for the duration of your lease. So from day one until the last day of the duration of your lease. So if your day, if your lease expires today, then today is the last day that you can actually use it. And often that has to do with, uh, you know, door dings and replacement of key fobs and so on and so on. So there is a specific parameter that you buy when you buy this product. Not to be confused with lease and package, which is what you use to present to the manufacturer that says, whoa, 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 whoa. I bought a lease condom. So no, that baby's not mine. So, you know, somebody's going to get t- stuck with a bill and it's not going to be you. That's why you get the lease and protection. So what happens is that this person, for some, some reason, uh, has got the most amazing memory of anyone that I've ever known, Ken. This person remembers verbatim what was said to you four, to him four years ago in that infamous 20-minute conversation that they had with the salesperson at the store. 
is written nowhere on the bill of sale, is written nowhere on the contract of the lease protection. And uh, right now, there is a bill for about, I don't know, $2,000 that needs to be paid. Unfortunately, folks, and this is something that I have, I, I need to... I need to repeat this because often it's forgotten. If it's not on your contract, it did not happen. I'm going to repeat this two more times. If it's not on your contract, it did not happen. And the last time, if it's not on your contract, it did not happen. You see, at some, at any given point, if you come to me and said, you know what, oh, the, the business manager or the sales manager or the salesperson four years ago told me that this was going to be covered, guess what? I don't even remember what I said last week. It becomes a he, he said, she said situation. And the reality is that in the vast majority of scenarios, those people are not even working at the store anymore. So now you are confronted with a situation in which you are, you know, you're getting upset for no reason because, you know, in order for you to get upset, there's got to be a valid reason for you to make the decision. Eh, I'm upset. You know what I mean? So the only person that you should be upset with is you because you did not make sure that every single accessory, that every feature, that every promise that was made to you was on that bill of sale. It is your judiciary duty to yourself to make sure that everything that has been said to you and sold to you, there is a way that you can legally corroborate it. And by that, I mean, all right, the salesperson said this to me and I ask you, okay, show me where that is written. And then you have the piece of paper that said, okay, look, the salesperson told me that I was going to have free oil changes forever. There you go. Done. Then there is no discussion. But if it's not written on the bill of sale, it did not happen. I know that we have another phone call there, Ken. Who is it? Yes, we do. Let's go back to the phone lines. It is Frank from North York. Frank, you're on the Greg Carrasco Show. Frank, how can I make your life better today? Greg, uh, you know me. Uh, Frank from uh, with a black uh, Dodge Charger. Yes, I remember you, Frank. What's yeah, I got a, a 2016 uh, Maxima. And I got it serviced about a year and a half ago. But uh, okay. I don't drive it in the summer, and I've only put about 2,500 kilometers on it since a year and a half. Okay. And the car's too big anyway. It really uses it up a lot of gas, and I had a, they, they recommend 91 octane on that thing. Do okay. I have to put, uh, do I, should I get a, go to the, get my oil changed or not? Frank, 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 you see, I'm going to answer your question with only one promise that you're going to do what I actually tell you to do, because you asked me the same question a year and a half ago. I understand that, but you're changing the subject on me. Are you going to do what, I, what, what I'm asking you to do? Okay, yeah. Get rid of the car. Get rid of the car. You don't drive it. It's got 2,500. You put 2,500 kilometers in 15 months. The car is sitting there, not serviced for a year and a half. You're doing more damage than good. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you have square tires. And that's not a joke. Huh. Why do you keep it if you don't drive it? Well, I drive it in the wintertime a bit. But... Well, you clearly don't. 2,500 kilometers a year is nothing. Think about that for a second. You know, if, you, know, if you drive 2,500 kilometers in, in, what, seven months of winter? How many kilometers is that? Uh, 
like three hundred a month. That's yeah, you, you, you don't you, you don't drive the it enough to. Expensive on it. Well, so get get rid of the car, get the money out, and use the money that you get for the car to pay for the Uber that you use in those three or four times that you're actually going to go to the grocery store and come back. Well, no, because in the summertime I use my little convertible, you know. I know you do. You have a BMW, right? Yeah, and that's four. I I remember you, Frank. You know this phone call keeps coming up, and it's come up three or four times now. And every year it's the exact same thing, and you never do what I ask. But you I to. like this car, though. You know. No, you clearly don't like it enough to drive it more. So <laughs> right now the vehicle is depreciating uh, aggressively on your driveway. You don't use it. Uh, you know, get the money out. Well, get well, the garage, get the yeah. money out. And you know oh. the other the other alternative is that you get rid of the you get rid of the uh, the, the Maxima you can get rid of this Z4 and get yourself a convertible all-wheel drive vehicle that you can drive all year round and put some good snows on it. So then you you amalgamate your expenses. You get rid of one insurance payment. You get rid of one maintenance uh, set of maintenance on the Maxima, and you can have something nice that you can still drive on both sides of the equation. Plus, we got a 500 X Fiat uh, 500. Well, yeah, get rid of that thing. No, no, they, it runs pretty good, actually. But uh, what happened is I brought it to Dodge to get a service, and there was a nail in the, one of the tires. They wanted to replace the whole tire. And I told them... Frankie, Forget Frankie, it. Frankie. You know, listen. You you need to if you if you want to have a better um, place to spend your money. You know, I'm I'm open to get adopted. I said that to Greg Walker earlier. Uh, but you <laughs> you're wasting your money on cars that you don't drive. You know, you have a Fiat that nobody likes. You have a Maxima. It's a beautiful car that you don't drive, and you have a Z4 that you love. So why don't you just get rid of the two cars that you don't use because they're occupying space? You have to pay insurance. You have to pay maintenance. It doesn't make sense for you to have all these cars. Too much money, eh? Way too much money. <laughs> Frankie, you got to listen to me, man. I, you but know, I'm I love, retired. I, I'm going to die soon. So no, cares? you're not. What are you talking about? That, is no, that is a no, man. You're not going to die soon. The, the truth is this, that, uh, you know, enjoy it. You know, get yourself a nice car. You don't need to have these vehicles there that you don't use. Like I said before, I, if I were you, I would get rid of all those cars that you don't use. Get yourself something nice that you can drive all year round, put snow tires, and Bob's your uncle. That's it. Frankie, All thank right. you so much for listening to the show, and uh, I hope that I don't have, uh, actually, um, I hope that I have this conversation with you in a year and a half from now, because I know it'll happen again. That, <laughs> uh, that is Frank from North York. You know, th th you know the story with uh, Frank, Ken? Did I tell you this? You didn't, but also I would like to point out how you were talking about this person who is at your dealership who has incredible memory. And now all of a sudden, Frank calls up the show, and you're telling him about conversations you had a year and a half ago, two years ago. You're listing off the lineup of cars that this guy has in his garage. I'm pretty sure you might be the one with the with the, the above average memory here. Uh, yeah, I, I have a complex. I, I have a, what is it called? The imposter complex. You know, I always think that I'm not good enough in things. Yeah, that's you a know, pretty I, common one, I think. Yeah. the um, Imposter syndrome? The imposter syndrome. I, I About uh, six years ago, um, I met him and uh, I was going to buy uh, a black Dodge Charger that he had in his driveway. His son was driving it and um, I drove it to the dealership but at the time I was running Thornhill Hyundai and I remember putting it in the shop and um, we tried to lift it uh, for the hoist for me to have a look underneath and the moment that we engaged the hoist you, all you hear was this 
I started the cracking of the frame because it was so rusted. So, you know, those cars that Frank keeps, they just sit there. And, you know, all I said to him last time is, you know, this conversation has happened so many times. It's like a glitch in the matrix scan. You know, when the black cat, you know, at the bottom of the stairs, you know, happens to walk twice. <laughs> yeah. This is the exact same thing that happens with a few of my listeners. I have the same conversation, but they don't listen to me. And by the time they realize that what Carrasco, the Carrasco gospel was actually prophetic, uh, it's too late because by then the tires are square, all the hoses are brittle and uh, you need to uh, replace them all and the belts are all cracked. And the amount of money that you have to spend bringing a vehicle up to driving conditions is significantly more than you know you, that you have to spend by you just maintaining it. Bring it in every six months or 6,000 kilometers to the dealership and the vehicle is going to be just fine. But people don't listen, Ken. Why is that? Well, it's just their own preconceived notions. But at the end of the day, people also have this illusion, I think, and it's been demonstrated throughout the callers who have called in this afternoon, is that they have a perception that their used car that they've already paid for is somehow saving them money because they aren't tied down for a month-to-month payment. But when you look at the big maintenance bills that come down the pipe, you can still say, hey, you know what? I'm not you know, in for 350 bucks, 400 bucks a month for a monthly car payment. But if you're paying five grand to get the transmission fixed or, you know, for just miscellaneous repairs throughout the year, then it's it's ultimately the same thing. You're just spending the same amount of money. It's just, you're just doing it all at once rather than having it a little bit more spread out. You know, here's the kicker though. You know, when, when people say to me, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want car payments. I'm just going to pay cash, you know, as if it means something anymore. It doesn't. Folks, when the bank is lending you money at 0.9%, you're literally wasting money by doing it. But anyway, so they tell me, you know, the vehicle is $50,000 and I'm going to pay cash for it. Not a good idea. Are we we, we breaking right now? We're doing that, eh? We're doing it. Ben did this to me. Oh, we're doing it. (laughs) Folks, don't forget the show is brought to you by Oakville Infinity, home of the no commission salespeople, the only luxury store in Oakville that doesn't have commission salespeople. If you want to call us, the number is 416-870-1050. Join the conversation. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. It's my friend Ken Stapen. We are Canada's largest automotive radio show. We're live every Saturday morning. 416-870-1050 is the number to call if you want to join the conversation. I want to send a big shout-out to my friend Money Mike. If you need to reach him. He was supposed to be here this morning, but um, I have a bit of a cold, so he didn't want to take any chances for Christmas, and I respect that. So he's going to join us. Um, Next Sunday, by the way, uh, because um, Saturday is Boxing Day, we've decided to move the show uh, from Saturday to Sunday. So next Saturday, we won't be on. Next Sunday from 10 to 1, we'll be broadcasting here. Um, But if you want to reach Money Mike, you can send him an email at moneymike.ca or you can call him at 905-320-6762. That's his direct line, 905-320-6762. If you want to call the show here now, 416-870-1050. Now, um, you know, I have to read this out quickly because it's important that you know this, folks, that until the end of the year, if you trade in anything that you have, whether it's a Honda, Toyota, Mazda, Hyundai, Kia, VW, you name it, on any 2020 Central Kicks or a 2021 Versa, you will get an additional $500 Conquest dollars on your trade. So your trades are worth more. 
at Oakville Nissan. But, uh, you know, before we go any further, I have been promising this list for a little while now, Ken, and uh, I think that for all of you slackers that haven't bought anything for anyone that has a car, this is, um, is a good way to start. The first suggestion is this, a car detailing package with COVID disinfection. Uh, it is amazing, folks, how dirty people keep their cars. Do you know what I'm talking about, Ken? Yes, I know what you're talking about. I can be guilty it's of that from It's a bloody mess. Time to time. Whenever, you, whenever I do an appraisal, I look inside of the window first, and if it's not something that I, ah, sanitary, if you know what I'm talking about, I am not getting in. Folks, you live inside that thing. You know, take some pride. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, so, this is a different situation. If you're taking pride. it to get it appraised, then by all means, go and... Get it cleaned out. Get Dude, it detailed is that the way you live? Is that the way you live? You know, I, I know people that have 15, 20 pairs of shoes inside the car and boxes and food wrappers. And it's like, <laughs> seriously? No, it's not you know, that I, bad I don't know me. if I... I usually, have, I, I, don't know uh, if, I usually have like a couple of coffee cups in the back and you know, stuff like that. But it's not over the top or anything. I, I don't know if I've shared this on TSN, but, uh, you know, this was quite a few years back. And it left such a deep wound in my mind that I have to share. Somebody traded in a caravan. Uh, it was just, it was just horrible. It was one of the dirtiest vehicles I've ever seen. But in the very, very last row on the side wall, there was a slice of pizza. So, you know, fossilized on the actual vehicle lining. It was literally stuck. We couldn't get it off, man. We couldn't get it off, so that vehicle had to go into the scrapyard because to replace that big part in the back was more than, and we couldn't get that thing off. Brutal. So it is brutal. So now, if you happen to cohabitate, to live, to know, to care for someone that uh, doesn't care about their car, maybe this is the time. So you call the local dealer, whatever they service a vehicle, and uh, you ask to buy a, you know, most dealerships will have the same thing, whether it's a bronze, silver, or gold, or platinum package. And you ask them to, to buy a car detailing package with COVID disinfection that a lot of dealerships are offering. We are certainly offering it at uh, Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. And this is regardless of what you drive. So if, if you drive a luxury vehicle of any sort, we have a luxury detailing uh, department at our store. So if you're driving a Porsche, you're driving a BMW, Mercedes, Audi, whatever you drive, you can come down and, and buy this detailing package for our store. I think it's a great surprise. And there is nothing more satisfying then get into that new car smell that is so, so expensive and difficult to be duplicated. Uh, I think it's a good gesture and, uh, and it's also a great gift idea during this holiday, uh, during this holiday season. The next one, uh, something that everybody should have, is, uh, is simply, it's very simple, a service voucher. You know, whether you're giving somebody $100, $200, $300, $500, or $1,000, and you are afraid that they might squander this money away and use it for things that they shouldn't, uh, what you can do is this. You know, buy them a service voucher that is going to be added to the service department of the dealership in which they service their vehicle. So next time they show up, they're going to say, oh, this was taken care of by your dad. This was taken care of by your mom. This was taken care of by the person that loves you most. And, you know, they can put a note in the service department to remind you that every time you come in for service, this is brought to you by whoever it is that you're buying this service voucher for. It's a fantastic uh, idea uh, if you haven't done anything yet and you don't even have to leave your house. Just call the dealership. 
get get them to pull up the file of your loved one give them your credit card they will put the credit right away and they will put the notes in it for you so when you least expect it you're going to show up at the dealership do your service and boom they're thinking of you it's fascinating what do you think of that idea ken hey listen well organized since like we were discussing earlier practical gifts i'm a big practical gift guy uh practicality and experiences so given the fact that experiences at the moment are at least put on hold i won't be getting any Fleetwood Mac tickets or uh, Blue Jays tickets or anything like that for uh, the next foreseeable future. So then we move into the other primary area, which is practical gifts. And this is very practical. I personally would love just saving a couple bucks and unexpected as well. If you choose to keep it a little bit more on the quiet side, they're going to be so thrilled when they go in to take their car to get serviced and then they don't have to open up their wallet at the end. It's a great idea. That's the best time. There's nothing, nothing more than free, you know, more you know, fun than free stuff that keeps on giving two, three, four times a year. And so this will buy you, uh, you know, the next four services for the uh, for for your loved one to show up and, and not have to pay anything. The next one is a big one uh, because the next one implies so many different things. I mean, uh, when you care for someone, you know, you there are no lengths that you wouldn't go to to show them how much you care. Uh, snow tires. If you know that somebody is struggling and you want to do a kind gesture for someone, you can literally change somebody's life uh, by giving them snow tires. Uh, I know that uh, how significant it is uh, for people to have some safety, especially if they carry their families around and their kids. And uh, you'd be surprised how many people are driving around with extremely unsafe um, rubber on their vehicle. So, you know, if you want to do some crazy gesture for somebody that you care about, you don't even have to tell them who it was. You will literally change their lives by providing this sort of thing. Um, something else that, uh, you know, is cool, especially if you have a, you know, a younger person driving the vehicle that cares about this superficial things um buy them a set of alloy wheels believe it or not alloy wheels are not as expensive as they once were can at one point these things were thousands of dollars and i'm sure that um, depending on what you get you can rack up the price on aluminum wheels but now you don't have to you can get aluminum wheels for uh, i don't know 100 150 dollars a copy or sometimes even less and that is a it's a beautiful uh, it's a beautiful gift that uh, is going to remind the recipient uh, of their present every time they walk towards their car and um, you can uh, you can make yourself known this way the next one is an interesting one because um you can buy it for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. Uh, they're oil change packages, Ken. So, yeah, you may not want to, um, you know, buy a full service credit. But you may want to buy a seven-year oil change package that are not as expensive as you may think. Because when you pay them up front, you have the benefit of buying things in bulk. So you get some significant breaks on the pricing of the oil changes that you have in the vehicle so if you, you know if you have a daughter or a young son that um, you know they don't they're struggling with cash and trying to make a, a name for themselves and build them a career they just graduated and you want to make sure that they service a vehicle now you can literally buy two three four five six seven eight years oil change packages and there is not a single dealership that will not sell you this package they will put it on your service uh, account and then every time you show up at the store 
you will have the oil change covered by you. So you can buy something today and it will give itself for years and years and years. And that is such an awesome thing to do because there are some people, Ken, that that's all they do. <laughs> that's a terrible thing, folks. But there is there are many people out there that that's all they do, uh, whether because they're irresponsible and they don't care about their machine or they can't afford it. If, if they can't afford it, what a better way to show how much you care than buy somebody that you love two, three or years worth of oil changes. The next one, the next one is a little bit more of an exclusive, um, uh, it's, an, it's an exclusive gift. And you know, because we have one more break, why don't we do this? Let's take a small break now and I'll, and I'll give you the last four present ideas that you can provide for somebody that you love, especially if you haven't done anything right now and you're a slacker and you're running out, out of time and this you literally don't have to get out of the house. Remember, this show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan, home of the no commission salespeople. And if you want to join the conversation, you still have time. 416 870 1050 is the number. Call us. We'll be right back. Canada's largest automotive radio show, The Greg Carrasco Show, here with Ken Stapleton, is brought to you by Oakville Nissan. And until the end of the year, if you trade in a Honda, Toyota, Mazda, VW, Kia, Hyundai, you will get an additional $500 on your trade simply because your trades are worth more money at Oakville Nissan. Don't forget that, folks. So before you make a buying decision, you are not doing yourself a favor if you don't come and see me first. I understand there were some questions that took place while um, we were on break. What was the question, Ken? Yes, we had a person call in. She didn't want to hop on the show, but she uh, had a question about the oil changes at dealerships. Okay. Uh, basically pertaining to what happens if you buy, I don't know, five years, six years of oil changes or whatever for somebody in your life, and then the dealership goes out of business and then are you just out of luck because i would assume that's likely that's how it works if you have a gift card somewhere or <laughs> so, something and so then the Ken, business let me goes ask out. you let me ask them, what do you think it happens I, I think you just out of luck i would hope that <laughs> if you're buying eight years worth of oil changes from a dealership it's an established dealership such as oakville nissan or oakville infinity uh, where come you can, on folks come on come on hopefully it's not going out of business if you're buying that far in advance or if, if you have that much faith in them but I, I can tell you that in, in all the years that I've been in the car industry, I don't know of a single dealership that has gone into business. Like it's not something, it's not a thing. And uh, if you're unsure that the dealership is going to be around in eight years, then don't buy from that store. <laughs> it's simple. Uh, now, if you don't want to buy for eight years, buy for three, buy for five. These are just gift suggestions, folks. You know, you don't have to take my word for it. I'm just giving you an idea because you're a slacker and you don't have a present for somebody you care about. You know, I, I know that Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity, we've been in the Oakville community for the better part of the last 28 years. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Let's talk to Lynn from Tiny, Ontario. Lynn, Hi. what's happening? Hi, how are you? I'm okay. I'm, I'm upset like the bees in a hornet's nest. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, you were talking a, a while ago, and I'm going to take a step back here, about people and the, um, the government and how they're, somebody said that they're responsible and somebody else says, no, the government's not responsible. What happened to our personal responsibility in this COVID? Is it not up to each one of us, A, to keep our masks on, to do our due diligence and to keep our track of our contacts and stuff like that. We've been doing that for one year on the 23rd of November because my sister-in-law had cancer. Sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, well, but the thing is, Greg, is 
the government, it doesn't matter how much money they throw at this thing. It's us. It's we, the people, that have to stop. Um, Lynn, Otherwise, I... it's like Vaughn, the mayor of Vaughn said, they're defectors. And I'm going to start calling people defectors. defectors. That's how angry I am. I think that um, this is what I can say to you, because unfortunately, we live in times in which... Uh, every time I'm on the radio here, I'm walking on a knife's edge of, you know, if you say the wrong thing that doesn't comply with the narrative, uh, you know, you, you run the risk of, you know, offending somebody. And um, the uh, being offended is something that people do for sports these days. The, the reality is this, that anybody that today agrees with this much level of government inter- intervention has never lived anywhere in which the government has all the intervention. I have been, unfortunately, but fortunately, for the purpose of this uh, answering your call, I I wasn't born here. You know, I I grew up and I I lived for the first 18 years of my life in one of the most brutal military dictatorships that the world has ever seen. And I know what it's like to rat on your neighbors because that's how they used to make people disappear. So I I think that, um, unfortunately, Lynn, um, life in in North American countries have become so easy that people are looking. They're looking to relieve themselves of the responsibilities of making personal decisions that you are accountable for. I'm not responsible for your mistake, neither is the government. You know, many people are under the illusion that the government actually has any money. That's The government is nothing more than a uh, wealth redistribution system because you got to remember this, as in the words of Milton Friedman, is that the moment that you decide to do good with other people's monies is the moment that you decide to commit to the state of force, to use force, because in order for you to do good, with other people's money before you need to take it away from someone else. So this is what's happening. Everyone thinks right now that the government is stepping up with all this money. But I can tell you this, there is no such a thing as free lunch. All this monies that are being pumped into the economy are going to have to be paid. And that is terrifying, not so much for me anymore because you know I'm scratching my 50s. I'm only going to be around for maybe a couple of more decades. But my children and their children Canada has never been this indebted. In the history of the, of the world, Canada has never had this much debt. And guess what? The problem is still not solved. If it didn't work back in March, why do they think it's going to work now? Lynn, People I wish this was... An, yeah, this, this is, uh, you know, unfortunately, un- this, uh, this platform, you know, keeps me, in, in, in my opinions, uh, you know, the, my stronger opinions in check because I, I have to be sensitive to the fact that I don't want to alienate 50% of the people that listen to me. But the reality is this, that we are being treated like children. I know what six feet is. I know what hand sanitizer is. I know that if I'm not feeling well, I need to seclude myself to my house. Unfortunately, we are stepping away from our own personal responsibilities and we're getting the big brother to enforce this. You know, I recommend everyone to read the book 1984, George Orwell. You need to read it. If you haven't read it, you are not doing yourself a favor. It's, you know, it was 
it was prophetic. If you were to read that, you'll understand exactly what is happening today. And uh, unfortunately, Len, I would love, to, you know, I would love to dissect this conversation a little longer, but I have to let you go because the show is going to end soon. But thank you so much thank for that you. phone call, Len. I really appreciate it. Okay, thank you. See, we can we can walk those lines. I can walk the line. I think. we got more like a tightrope these days, to be honest. I think I think that it's both it's more sides like a too, noose. right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, your words, not mine. But it's it is difficult because there is a certain amount of social responsibility that we all have to live up to our end of a not necessarily binding contract to try to get out of this thing. While at the same time. The government's trying to do their best to enforce regulations that are going to keep everybody safe. And we've often outlined on the show, no matter what happens, there's always going to be someone who's unhappy with the steps that have been taken care of. So you know, it's a difficult gonna, position for both it, sides. It is. But all I can say to you is that don't try to change the world. Don't. Don't do it. Change yourself. <laughs> That is going to solve most of the problems. But I don't want to leave the show on that note. I still have four presents for you slackers. I haven't bought the Christmas presents yet. Next one is a ceramic coating. Folks, this is a little different than the paint protection. You can actually, it's almost, you can dip. You know, Achilles was dipped into this magical potion that would make him almost invincible. Ceramic coating is like that for your car paint. Uh, it's not inexpensive, but you can make a beautiful car look absolutely gorgeous. The next one. It's rust proofing. Believe it or not, you can go in there, get yourself the rust module. It's, they're not that expensive. You get a warranty for a lifetime, and uh, you can install it very quickly. Next one is going to be tinted windows. Uh, tinted windows, you can drop in, call, ask how much they are. Next time the customer is in service, boom, they put the tinted windows on it. The car is going to look beautiful. And last but not least, do you remember back in the day when they used to sell bug deflectors on cars? Bug deflectors? Yes. <laughs> was that the one that just went over, like kind the of hood. just along? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, recall. it was like a, it was like a, you know, kind of tinted sh plastic shield. That yeah, looked yeah, I terrible. remember. Terrible. It looked terrible. Because Seems like it was one of those things go, that it was a stock feature on like an old Chevy Impala or something. <laughs> yes, and the, the passenger went, it would start to rattle, you know, the connection to the hood, it would start wearing off the paint. It was a terrible thing. But, you know, saying that, especially with so many people that are leasing vehicles these days, you want to get something that is going to protect the hood from stone chips. And uh, most dealerships will sell you something they call the 3M hood protector. Uh, it's a great thing to have. You can't even see it, but uh, it will help you tremendously. Uh, folks, this is the last show before Christmas, so I want to take a second here to um, to send a big shout out to everyone out there. This year has been terrible, and uh, it doesn't have to continue to be. Uh, you know, I hope that everyone here takes a little bit of time to squeeze those loved ones, man. Do it. Do it. Squeeze them. You know, try to get whatever little emotion and love you have in you to come out during this holiday season because, you know, things are hard out there and uh, you are not alone. You know, you have no idea who happens to be around you that is struggling with something. If you can do something good for someone, do it. Don't hold back. This is the time to do it. You know, I try to make a positive contribution in the world with this show every single Saturday. I get nothing out of it. Believe me. You know, Ken and I try, you know, work really hard. And Ben has been joining, you know, the show in big part here. I want to wish each and every one of you a very, very amazing holiday season. And Merry Christmas for those of you who celebrate it. And uh, we are here for you. Uh, we're not back next Saturday. 
Uh, we're going to be back here next Sunday. And uh, Money Mike is going to join us with some of the best uh, tidbits of information when it comes to your wealth. So he's going to be here. And that's going to be the last show for the year 2020. And I am so happy that I can say that this is the last show for 2020. It's been an interesting year. So Ken, if I don't talk to you, which I know I will, but Merry Christmas. And uh, Ben, the same thing to you. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Greg. Thank you. Have an amazing day. And folks, if you if you don't have to buy a card, don't get out. You know, stay home. But if you do need to, you owe it to yourself to come and see the team with the No Commission salespeople at Oakville Infinity and Oakville Nissan. And we all know why, right? There's something happening there at OakvilleNissan.com. Something's happening here.